0: to jeff versus the world we presenting hood classics episode number three and i'm here with my man shaheed what's going on shaheed
1: nothing much i'm ready to talk about a so-called hood classic that's a classic for the wrong reasons but i enjoy the movie anyway like the fans picked this movie i'm not surprised the fans picked this movie and what movie is that jeff
0: 1998 belly Nas, dmx terrell hicks t-boss method man cast of others uh, directed by Hype Williams uh, the budget was $3 million. they end up making nine, a little over $9 million mm.
1: Um.
0: Hmm. so let's talk about it. I did go to the movie okay. to go see this
1: movie for okay, this is definitely kind of like a snapshot of this time frame because back in the day Rap music videos were a thing. They Mm -hmm. were a big thing. Hype Williams was one of the pioneers. Like, you know, we're not in the corner anymore. It's drinking a 40. We can make it look like cinema. To the fact that record labels are spending a million dollars plus on budgets for a video. Remember those days, Jeff? Yes, I do. Yeah. And Hype Williams was like the king. Like any flashy video you remember from back then? The Fish Lin style, you think about Puff Daddy, Wu-Tang, basically anybody that had a, a Hype video, it was because of Hype Williams. And this is like, you know, one, the apex of like, the excess of rap. It's funny where rap music basically dominates now more than it did back then. But back then it just seemed like it was just bigger, even though it's bigger now, because like, most popular music is rap music. But like, back then it's kind of like, you know, rap was like, we got off the corners. We run stuff. We got the big budgets. We out out and about. We can do movies and TV shows and all that. And Def Jam was basically like the top rap label out back then. And somebody decided, you know, pay hype, we like your videos. What if you did a movie? What if you took like a a, a Nas song and turned it into a movie and put DMX in it? Because that's what Belly is.
0: Yes. It is an extended music video.
1: Belly Belly is an extended music video, uh, extended music video of a na song, featuring DMX. That's exactly what it is, for better for worse. And I was always curious, like why they chose who they chose. Like I am reading the history of Belly, and I'm not gonna bring it up now. And it's just kind of like there is a difference in quality of the leads. DMX. Definitely has that dangerous charisma. He's definitely on the screen. You can see why he was in movies after this and why he was actually a movie star for a little bit. Nas, it's a reason why you sell him in this. You haven't seen him in anything since. Well, the funny thing is
0: that DMX role wasn't for DMX. It was for Jay-Z. Boy, this movie would have been hella different. This movie would
1: have been trash. (laughs) <laughs> like this movie already got its flaws anyway. It ain't no way in the world this movie works. Like you can't have two boring people as your leads, yeah. like at all. And this kind of like this movie. And this movie points out like one. It's not a lot of professional actors at all. Like Hassan Johnson from The Wire is in it. um Who else? That's um, it. Everybody was like rappers and musicians. That's what I felt like. Um, Yeah, like it's, and some people say like Method Man also show why he's been working as a solid actor for what, 15 years now? Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, like people who had talent, the talent popped out. People who didn't have talent, that also popped out. And before we used to talk about the movie, I used to thought like the movie doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have a story. I have changed my thought process. The movie has a story and the story is rather simple. It's how the story is plotted. is incoherent. Like, it has the basis of a story, but get from point A to point Z, it makes no damn sense whatsoever. And, like, all this happens, like, in the span of, like, a year.
0: And hey, you know what? You could almost... You could almost ignore it in the first two acts. Not ignore it like, it's, you know, you can point out stuff. But that third act is, like, somebody just came in and just put a bomb and just blew this shit up and shit just went everywhere. It, it's a clusterfuck.
1: I mean, it's like, it's different between directing videos and directing movies. And it's funny where a lot like, you know, Ridley Scott used to direct music videos. Tony Scott used to direct music videos. Michael Bay used to direct music videos. So you had a lot of like high profile directors that started on music videos and they could, you know, they made the transition. Hype Williams I don't know if it's a budget thing or an editor thing or something it's kind of like this movie could have been good I don't think they had the money to do all this ambitious stuff and they just did it anyway I think it was the problem, Was one of the problems too it's kind of like it's it's like two different movies it's like the movie is one way it gets to a certain spot and then it just becomes a completely different movie. Like, out of nowhere. And and it's not long here. What's the movie? Like an hour and a half? An hour 30? Yeah, at most. And it's kind of like... Yeah, it's, it's just... It's, it's something about ambition. Ambition is fine, but you gotta, you know... What's the whole saying? Don't have too much dip on your chip. He had way too much dip on his chip. And he was like, I'm just gonna push you anywhere. And the movie made money. And it's kind of like people know this i don't i didn't see this in a movie theater see, i don't I know
0: it. It. i actually did
1: i remember it like i remember the movie i remember talking about it but i didn't see it until it came out like on dvd or like vhs or something like that probably dvd back then but it was kind of like you know everybody knows about the movie so it's one of, one of those things kind of like it's in like urban cultures like you know if you don't have a friend who hasn't seen Belly, you got one. You probably went to a you know a majority white school, and you got, <laughs> you got a jacked up hairline. And so it's one of those things where it's like it wasn't super profitable, but it was you know certainly influential. It certainly stands out. And it's the second movie in a row where it had a horrible ass sequel, and the sequel to Belly is way worse than the sequel to State Property too. Man, we would never talk about Belly Two at all. And I think I saw that in the movie theater. I saw it when it came on BET one night. And I was I, like, nope. I went to the movie theater and see, and saw the sequel. I have no idea why.
0: Um, Let's talk about this. While uh-huh. it may not be a good movie, how do you think, what is the reason why it's a cult classic? What do you think is the wise reason it's a hood classic? Excuse me
1: because it's one, it's a beautiful shot movie. Um, it's a lot of standout scenes that's easily quotable. It has like a lot of characters that kinda like st- like basically it's like a lot of stuff you talk about it, mm-hmm. People know like it's a very quotable movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not and it's not boring either. No, not that's, that's one thing. thing no. <laughs> no. And it's like it's you can do plenty of impressions like you know, any movie with a character like Lennox is writes his own jokes and it has some good things some bad things you can basically it's an easy movie to talk about because a lot of things to talk about you can make jokes both the good way and bad way and before we get to the movie and i i know i kind of realized in this again, it's really a snapshot of like the negative excess of black culture and black wealth and how we looked at it then and we kind of still look at it now because it's kind of like this is a depressing movie like low-key this movie is like real depressing. Like, it's nobody like the goal of the the goal of one person? Like, we going to Africa to escape all this? Well, what see, country? I don't care. What we gonna do? We get there? I don't care. This is trash. I want <laughs> to see and get better.
0: Well, I don't think I don't think Africa was his thing. I think his thing was
1: more upliftment. Of oh, uh, no, Africa. He could have went somewhere else. He could have oh, moved up- yeah. No, because that was Nas' whole thing, and that's why I say it's like a Nas song, because it's like, you know, Nas being one of the leads influences the entire movie, because otherwise that plot makes no sense. You got to go all the way there to find
0: peace. But again, not peace. I I think Africa was, okay, we'll say he's going here, because he could have went anywhere, like out of New York to find peace. I just think he was more of, yo, why the fuck are we doing this? Why are we killing each other? Why, you know, he was more like, yo, we need to stop this shit. But Buns was like, you know, his
1: kryptonite. But okay, Africa, that's a long ass (laughs) flight. I get it, I understand it. But what skills do they have? Okay, they get there, he got his money, now what? You got a family, a brand new son. And that's why I always laugh about Nas. Nas is one of those people that's very smart, in a certain cup co- in a certain context. Where it's like, you know, he's hood smart, he's read some books, a lot of this stuff sounds real intelligent till you like look deep down into it. Like that whole line, you know, let the people all jail out of Attica, ship them to Africa. You remember Dave Chappelle made fun of that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What makes you think like South Africa or Ghana went all the all your prisoners? You know, like he said a lot of stuff that sound real smart until you actually put in like practical content and then it's like this is ridiculous and it's just funny like this is I always laugh at this movie because it's based like that whole thought because between Nas and all the Wu-Tang stuff that's under there and DMX's nihilism it's a lot of like very strong opinions about how black people should act that did not vibe with each other.
0: But didn't it all come full circle? I mean, by the third yeah. act, it came full circle. And that,
1: and that was also the point, like it comes full circle, but it's just so abrupt. Cause it's kind of like, you know, you watch the movie and it starts off one way and then it just zigzags. And as has a whole new story just tapped in there that kind of ties in the whole thought process of the movie, but it does it real abruptly.
0: And you know, you said something and my wife said something at the same time when you text me like, yeah, you know, the message gets out there as the girl getting her ass beat. She said, like, while she was watching it with me, she was like, well, I get the message, but damn, did she had to be getting her ass whooped while the message was going on. I'm like, yeah. like, yeah. it's very,
1: it's a very heavy handed message. And like, the message is important, but it's kind of like, you gotta be a certain mindset to hear it. And the movie is not, it's always one of those crime movies. Where they try to like, you know, at the end of the day demonize the criminals, like you gotta do that at the beginning, it's kind of late, like you can't, I made a joke about, you know, certain mod certain women would date Nas's character in the movie, and a lot would date DMX character, and I made the joke like, if you date a DMX character, then you ain't the person for me to date, I mean we can date who we date, but I'm like that's a, and it's a lot of people like that, you'd be surprised, yeah. and yeah, like, the, that's why there's a lot of stuff going on. So let's go ahead and get to the movie. All right. All right. You gonna take it away? You take it away? I mean, it starts off with one of the most uh, most iconic scenes. Probably the most iconic scene in the movie. Soul and- Soul's playing. They're in the club. And that's the one thing. Hype is a genius when it comes to, like, filming certain scenes. Like, to make them stand out, like, it's almost like art. And... Their face is like painted white and everything else is like a muted blue color. You know, and the music's playing, nothing else playing. They walk into the club and you like, something's going on. You don't know. Match this what's going on? Steady, are you ready? And they walk in slow-mo like, this just looks cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't know what's happening, but you know something's going to happen. And then, <clears throat> you know, that was before after DMX gives his speech about, you know, here for the dollar this how we go down you know me tommy brown because he's kind of like he narrates the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie
0: okay what's happening to that opener is he is that little kid doing a seance or what's happening
1: he, no. it's dm you know dmx i get his prayer and like he does every album and it it's basically like he's basically telling you his mindset and it's basically like i'm a nihilist i'm getting what i can get before i die and i don't care about nothing else but getting what i can get and try and making a way where it's like you know this is written in my dna and i accept and embrace who i am like i'm i know what type of person i am i ain't trying to change don't try to change me this is how role.
0: did the visuals match up with what he was saying
1: <sighs> i mean it's kind of like it's an unreliable narrator okay So oh, yeah
0: okay
1: yeah so you know he says that and then it goes full circle to what he talks about at the end and but we'll get to that too so they're in there and then you realize like they're robbing the club and it's they got women bodyguards there at first i was wondering who that woman was they're like she's one of the bodyguards so she gets shot she falls to the window someone else gets shot they all grab the money you know music you know all of a sudden the sound effects come in you're hearing people run out through the club you hear them running Everything speed up you know we're robbing the club that's what they got so it's sincere buns butch Casting a Sundance kid, and apparently they lifelong friends. That's been having each other back. has been criminals, and that's one of the biggest flaws in the movie. They're like they under the impression that these two are lifelong friends, and I never got that vibe.
0: I never felt it either. I, I never felt it. It just even even if you look at it on, on the surface and say, okay, let me let me think about this. That friendship would not have lasted no
1: lifelong. No, no because it's kind of like i know opposites attract and i know it's like unlikely friends but buns as they established like as much as he's looking out for like since back is way too corrupt and like way too you know self-centered to feel like you know you can trust this man you trust him to a certain extent
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like kleinfeld and like carly though yeah Yeah, we friends for a long time, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, push come to shove, you pushing me. So that's a good example. And it's just there. It's kind of like a stab, like, you know, there's and then it's kind of like do DMX and Nas seem like that type?
0: It just didn't feel it just didn't vibe
1: (laughs) off right. And I don't know if that's more like Nas, and, and the big a lot of parts like Nas is just so dull. Like, you know, he's he's cool, but he's too cool. And it's not cool in a cool way. It's like, I'm just not emoting. It's like, I'm just chilling. Stuff happens. I rarely get excited about anything. You, you know what the problem is? The problem is, okay,
0: I get it. You maybe didn't have time to show this, and maybe you did have it written up. But we needed, like, we needed like a footage of their friendship beginning as kids, or we needed something
1: more than just we got no. caught. You don't think so? If they had charisma, you wouldn't have needed it. You seen Rush? You seen Rush Hour? I yeah, but that's easily, different I could though. I watch Rush Hour. I could watch Rush Hour two, or I could watch Lethal Weapon two, and not see Lethal Weapon one and two, and believe they're friends. You wanna know why? Because when I watch the movies, they get along, and you can feel it. You saw Two Guns with like Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington. I could believe they grew up together, and they didn't interact until like you know they were like enemies that became friends. But they had chemistry where it's like okay i can believe they will be friends because they look like they get along i never got that from Nas and dmx i
0: mean i never got it either but i think something would have helped it been faked
1: because if we saw them as kids doing stuff and you see them as grown-ups you still would have got the same vibe because like how are these two people friends it's like it's like stranger and avon where they were lifelong friends too and you saw that tie because even when they didn't get along they got along like you saw that there through them because they had because you only got to be all buddy buddy to have that type of connection but you got to have something and i didn't it did not come off and i blame Nas more than dmx oh well, we're
0: not gonna blame dmx for anything <laughs> but i just think that something could have been out because it was more when we got when we see them okay they're robbing a club or whatever but then after that it's all about now we're stuck with Nas saying yo don't you think about something other than money don't you think about all this other stuff like
1: but that's different that's you looking for some background check so if they see them as kids maybe they understand why they are they divide when they're adults and like one this movie had a small ass budget too are you trusting Hype Williams with, with doing that like you wanna they had to film some stuff at people houses cause they had the money to like rent out houses so
0: Yeah, that's true
1: too. I, I take time for this. So anyway, they're there. So you in, introduced the like, you know, Bun Sincere, Mark, played by Hassan. We Bryce the <laughs> You know, I didn't even it's funny I didn't even recognize him until I saw it because I never paid attention to like he looked familiar, but I didn't recognize who it was. Cause he's his voice sounds different in this than the wire. Well, he didn't say much in this, did he? He said a little bit, like he's in there, he don't say that much, but like he looks the same, he doesn't sound the same. He sounds more like a grown up in the wire. So I wonder how old he was when this came out. Cause he's not like I don't think he's that old. Yeah. So But anyway, it's like they basically established who he is. Like Mark's another one, of the crew you can trust. And you know you can trust Mark because when they go to the crib, he's there at the crib. He's in, you know, he's in Bun's crib too. He's the only other one besides Sincere. And then my man, Black. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Why does every crew have one of these? Every crew. That must be a trope of a movie. Every crew got somebody that you know you got no business trusting. Why is he on there? How did he ever get credentials to be put on like you that? You know. You know the difference is from him and E? E was like, he that he never
0: was a part of Beans' crew. He was just like a, a tag along. Black was a part of
1: this group. He got put on some, he, he, was, a, he was part of the group cause somebody vouched for him. <sighs> and it makes me wonder like, how he get vouched for in the first place. Was it so, knowledge? Cause you remember he said, your pants? Yeah. yeah, knowledge. <sighs> and knowledge and knowledge didn't respect them all that much. And we'll get to knowledge. You're like, that's the whole thing. Everything it stats about this, like, where did this guy come from? Because they didn't like him. Knowledge didn't like him all that much either. But he recommended him for the job, which makes you wonder, like, what, what – how much knowledge knowledge really has. And it's kind of like, you know, it's just – it never felt. So, in there, they treat – and they treat him like, you know, you just a you just a fuckboy. Like, go ahead and ditch the car <laughs> and don't mess up. And he just, all right, all right, you know, do that. And then – they do, you know, it's funny how they robbed the place, they switch cars, and before they count the money, they got unwanted chill. So they go at first to DMX's house, then to Bun's house. And that was DMX's real house. And that's a very nice house. And that's why you ask me, like, how's the money being split? If he got because you see his house and we see Sincere's house. And we don't know if Sincere lives in like the suburbs. Maybe that's why it might cost the same amount as a smaller house or what it is. One house looks a lot different than the other.
0: Again, how's that money being cut? Because you would think Nas is broke.
1: No, I'm thinking the way they were talking, I was thinking Sincere was smart with his money and Buns was not. And because everything I said was like, you know, we got money, we doing well, we don't need to keep doing this. So it seemed like Sincere and his woman had like a head on his shoulder. They they think like long term, and that's established later on. Bun's like, I'm just here. Like I said, I'm here for a good time, a long time. Like I'm got my money. I don't care. I was born broke. I'm trying to die broke. Like I want to get all this money so I can spend it, not all this money so I can stop doing stuff. That was his whole thing. Like Sincere was this whole, I'm trying to get enough money to get out the game and do something better with my life. Bun's whole thing is. I'm trying to get more so I can spend more.
0: All right, we're gonna let it fly. We're gonna let it fly. Cause I mean, that they does friend, sound. they
1: best friends. and ain't gonna be no 70-30 split. They yeah, that's, what, be, I'm, that's yeah, what I was so, saying. So I'm guessing it's, it's gotta be 50-50. It gotta be like even. Cause it's, come on now. You doing crime like that. They partners, they equals. Ain't gonna be no unequal split. I mean, no way for that's gonna in there. And <laughs> Black felt a certain way, I guess, cause he, I don't know what Black was thinking. <laughs> Tell him, high, he didn't get an equal amount of sincere. Like, pfft, you ain't do nothing. <laughs> so, anyway, they're there and they're watching some weird old movie. I had looked it up, what it was a long time ago. And that's one of the things I remember standing out was like, what is this? Like, why are they watching that? And they even asked, like, what is this watching? And I was like, yeah, it's wild. They you I- the question.
0: <laughs> I used to know the name of that movie and they had a oh Gummo. Gummo. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the hell it is. I never you even know, tried to look at it.
1: Yeah, like if I was just watching like a Serbian film or some stuff like like the humans I just had hey, you a cam over and the human centipedes is playing. That'll be like, um, and it's like a weekday. Like what you doing I'm like, oh you know, it's some wild shit. I want some popcorn? <laughs> Y'all be like, who the hell house we over? Like, what's he into? Oh, shit. And they unwind and they're trying to call out because they don't want to wake up his girl, Keisha. Ooh, Keisha.
0: Man, oh, man.
1: Terrell Hicks. Boy, that's the urban dream right there. Two things, three things stand out. One, she was definitely a very beautiful woman, Mm -hmm. Terrell Hicks. Two, she's the type of woman that a certain mindset. Is like, use a if you was a hood dude, that's the type of girl you wanted. That looked like that more. Like, if you wanted one of those, that was one of the types. Cause also other types. That's one of the types you would get. And three, Hype Williams loves his grease. Boy, does he. It. And it's and that's the thing that stands out the most. People talked about and it's funny because we watched Dolomite they talk about how you gotta film black people different than white people, and that's actually a thing. And people didn't realize how different it is. till so they saw Black Panthers, like, oh, that's how Black people sort of look. Hype Williams should know how Black people look. So it had to be a choice. Why, why am I here so greasy and oily? And it's not just her. I, I, I don't
0: know. Because I even tried to remember a video around that time. I was like, did he do this like, was this his
1: greasy phase in videos or something? No, they weren't. It was just this movie. And it was, it was it's like all the brown skinned people was just like, everything was just more, like just excess. And I'm like, I know he had to, this had to be a choice because if you watching a rough a rough cut, you watch the movie, somehow like, hey dog, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, cause it's noticeable. We still talking about it. Those jokes always flew. I'm like, she out there, it's like, well she's just running a marathon.
0: I don't know. You know, you know, you know what I think it, well, what I think it is, is what he wanted it to look like is what Moonlight looked like. The movie Moonlight. That's what he wanted
1: it to look like. Yeah, but that's not, <clears throat> yeah, that's what he might have been going for. That's not how it came off. Because no. it was like glistening. It wasn't not dewy. It looked greasy. She looked She looked like she threw a whole bunch of Vaseline on and then rubbed it all the way in when she went to sleep. she wake up and it's like, you know, y'all woke her up. I'm trying to sleep. So you see that's established. And then Sincere goes home and he got a nice little crib living in the suburbs with his girl and his new son that she that he met in Baltimore, T. Is that a daughter? By, I don't even know, I'm not even sure. His Man.
0: C. Yeah, who just said his C, all right.
1: mm-hmm. Played by his girl, T Boz.
0: Should we should we talk about <laughs> it now or later? No, talk about them now. You go ahead and start They have no chemistry at all. Method Man and T-Boss had more chemistry than Nas and T-Boss, and
1: it doesn't play well for the movie at all. Yeah, like, at first, Yeah, you're right. At first I thought, like, can T-Boss act? Now I'm like, I not She may be there. Yeah, she can act. It's just... Because she's fine when she's with Keisha, and she's fine when she's with Method Man, but it's just kind of like her and Nas have no chemistry. Mm-mm. They just look, they look like a couple. Mm-hmm. They look like a couple. They don't act like one. Like, yeah, you know, I met her when I was in Baltimore flipping birds and we've been <laughs> together. days like that. And he there all laid back and she's like, you know, but well, you still hanging out with Tommy. I told you, you can't trust him. He got, he did not have your back. And it's like, you know, we out here it's like, aren't you, I'll, I'll, isn't it time for you to start a business? You know, yeah. like, you're still doing this street stuff, like, you know, what the fuck? We live in nice, like, we live in nice, money nice, what you still doing the street stuff? You're like, oh, you should be at home doing nothing, and she like, we ain't broke, what are you talking about? You like, know, she's trying to steer him toward, like, a better path in life, and see, this is where it's funny, where it's like, the movie initially is kind of like, she seemed like she's the god factor for him and he later on like and then he starts reading because of her and then decides like, i want to do something
0: yeah i can see yeah, i can see that because it just he didn't come off very smart yeah i don't know if it was just like you said he was too laid back for a movie he was too high i don't know but she was like yo we got money we can do more and he's like what you want what you expect me to do out here like you can read a book right figure it out figure out something a book
1: <laughs> books, the see you can't eat books, Jeff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he picks, you know. So, Buns come to pick him up because they were going to wait till the morning and count the money. So, they decided to do it now. And then they have having to drive. No, this is no, before they pick up the money, this is oh, we have seen it happen because. Kurt Loder comes on MTV and talks about this new type of cocaine that's basically topical. It's the Stop, same uh, effect if you rub it in the skin. I, I, and, uh, I got issues with that.
0: I don't remember MTV News ever popping up talking about drugs. Ever.
1: I mean, well, look, it ain't gonna be Wolf Blitzer. They ain't our Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shit. <coughs> I mean, I know Kurt Loder talk about serious stuff from time to time. I know that was a thing, too, but I'm like, who else was going to be?
0: I guess. With,
1: Don Don Lemon wasn't a thing yet. We wasn't messing with him until recently, so, yeah. And it's just funny, like this new drug, and it's kind of like, it's funny because I wasn't a pharmacist. Yeah, I'm a pharmacist now, and I'm trying to think about that's dangerous. You're topical like You do not want hair to be no damn topical. Trust me. You mess around like No. And there are topical drugs and there are topical painkillers, but nothing on a strong like like, you know, those things have its own thing like fentanyl patches are topical and fentanyl, as you know, lead the opioid crisis now. And if you mess around with that dose, it'll take a lot because it's extremely strong. You mess around dose that wrong, die. So you really want to trust these hood boys for this type of stuff? Like, yeah, you're gonna take this and you're gonna rub it on your cheek. Well. <laughs> them, Nebraska, Nebraska woulda had the National Guard cause them boys would've been dead. And that's one of the plot holes in this movie that I just thought about there. I was kind of like, <sighs> cause we didn't, we didn't talk about the plot of the movie. We might as well talk about the plot. Basically, Buns and Sincere find out about this new, no. Buns find out about this new drug and he wants to get in the drug game because they're robbers. They don't sell drugs. Mm-hmm. He just happens to watch TV one day. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna get a drug business, and make a whole bunch of money. And Bunza's idea is like, I'm ready to make serious money. And sincere idea is like, I'm gonna make enough money to get out. That's the plot. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And while he's watching this on here in the shower, oh boy. She should get a phone call from Kiana. Played by Vita. From Murder Inc. Pink. And we all see her like that. The whole bedroom pink. Everything shining in pink. And she there looking like a tenderone, like R. Kelly's wet dream. It's like, why do dudes that be like 29, 30 be messing with these young girls? Like, what are y'all doing? Bonds need to be locked out of the jail all of them it is, and it happened in real life so many times this is kind of like he doubled like you said he doubled down on this so she, you know she's paging and kiana there mind her business and pick up the pager because that's when we used to have a thing you page them and then you know like see the pages they call so she sees like who's this number call like who is this like who is this this is keisha why are you calling my man it's like oh what's up keisha tommy told me all about you what are you doing what he's pillow talking with a 16 year old <laughs> mm-hmm oh, what, wow. my man, like no Tommy said we can't have sex yet because I'm 16 but I sucked this dick my poor lass and she's like what and she repeated it
0: sorry <laughs> it ain't, sorry ain't
1: working out for you two. yeah wow. like, she's like a like a big brother taught me how to tongue kiss and everything sorry I ain't working out for you two. and it's like it ain't nothing bolder than a young girl messing with an old man Cause the older woman would have more restraint. She would play all, like she might still have some sass, but she play out a different way. Them young girls like, nah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a touchdown dance on you hoe. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm high separate from the, from the thirty five. I ain't wait waiting till I get to the ten. Like I'm gonna dance now. And just seeing the vibe, cause like, Buns is a dirtbag. Right, a stab was at the dirt bag. Cause not only was he cheating on this girl, which is whatever, cheating on an underage girl and telling all the business. Keep that shit to yourself. She don't need the Keanu Don't need to know nothing.
0: He pillow talking with a sixteen year old man. Look, they should have locked this man up. And let me find they. They kept it kind of coy of Cincy or anybody else. know knew about this, but that's his man's So I'm sure he did. I, that's
1: the whole thing. Yeah, we all got group chats. We all got our friends, like, you know, I'm sure Sincere knew. Because, so, yeah. you know, Bun's going to brag about, you know, Bun's If, if Bun's going to brag about anybody's going to be about his his whole Sundance kid. He's going to brag it to him. So he might, Mark may not know. He might know, too. But it's kind of like, yeah, you got something like that. You're going to let people know. And, yeah, G-Money did the same thing. Pillow talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> pillow talking. We should be pillow talking. We don't learn our lessons. So anyway, she, so she pissed. And she gun ahead, like, I told you about you know in the way this argument happened, this ain't the first time something like this has happened. You know. Don't be having me out here looking stupid. I told you to stop playing She's like, What are you talking about? Like Kiana. Kiana who? This little bitch on the like, I don't know like Kiana. She's just lying. And about, this she said, not only does she know you, she's such a little old ling in there. She lying. And just going back, you know, and then when When the whole she lying, don't believe a part didn't work, you know what her boys do, basically try to bully you into accepting a lie, like, Keese, Keish, listen, shut the fuck up, start shaking her, and everything like that, she's like, I don't know, and then she basically got broken down, like, she knows this is a toxic situation, but she don't know any better, and she don't know how to escape it, so she just succumbs to this, and then it's the scene where sincere and making sweet nice suburban love <laughs> and buns and kiana's doing that type of love that women wish they can get like i need that thug love i need that real love make sure it's real and i'm like and i remember the scene came out and i remember women always say they even now you might say on twitter that's the type of man i want this type of love i want like yeah you get the type of woman I need to cross the street from that ain't me, I know you just want some bad news.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, the choices
1: uh, we, the choices people make. Well, I'm just saying we it's no right or wrong thing. Yeah, it's no right or wrong. <laughs> like, I and mean, we just want disclaimer: we don't slut shame here on Jeff versus the world. You like what you like, and that's fine. And it's not the whole thing. I just laugh because, like, kind of like, if you gonna pick a two to date. You pick it sincere, more or less. Because at least he's malleable. He going to listen to you. and It's kind of like, you know, he's seen the guy, his as much as head on his shoulder as possible. Buns, everyone's telling me that. Like, even sincere is like, you know, I don't really, you know, I know he, he trouble, that's my homie. But it's like, everybody that's with him knows he's bad news. Even his friends, even his woman. And it's like, yeah, he can lay the pipe. But then what? You doing time. He's toxic. <laughs> yeah, like that shit don't last. It's like eating Pop-Tarts every day. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to get diabetes. They <laughs> yeah, the, it's that. not a good mood. That's what buns is. So, he, you know, he knock off a quick five minutes, put his pants on, keep walking. And she rolls, sleep all happy, like, yeah, I just found out my man was cheating, but, you know, got my back broke, so we're about that another day. So, he pick up Sincere, and they talk about the future. <laughs> and it's not telling you about the whole book thing, So he's like, you know, so I, you know I'm about this new shit, you know, tango cash shit. Yeah, you know, so you know, what I mean? cause ain't no money like drug money. Don't, that's the stupid shit I heard, man. You wanna get a drug business now? And they basically going back and forth like, cause sincere is like, you know, you wanna be a drug dealer now? We don't do like we rob stuff. And Bun's like, I'm tired of doing small time things and let's get into big stuff. And since it's like, I'm trying to move away from that and like, you know, elevate my mind, because anything about money, like, yeah, there's money. Get yours, like, get money, you talking about a book. Book, like, when the last time you read? Never, never. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and that is so damn sad, because he said that with pride. Like, I don't read no damn book. Listen, it used to be a
0: time, uh, I remember when I was in school, I remember just, (sighs) The circle, that I, I may not have been in the circle, but you heard people, certain people say that, you know, fuck a book, fuck homework. And I'm just like, okay, I mean, that's the way you want to play it, so be it. <laughs> so yes, hearing he, him say that is just like, it takes me back there.
1: You know, it's where I was never around that until, no, time was like the barbershop or something. yeah you always heard it there because i went to to private school when i was like a kid and then went to public school i was like you know magnet elite program so it was like we was around people where like education was a thing like we trying to learn so we got the hood so like even and then like your friends that wasn't in there none of them was like bragging about being dumb they was just normal this one was like i ain't reading shit And it's funny seeing that now where we have access to more information than we ever had, and people are dumber than they ever been. They just brag about, like, I know the nonsense of this. I don't need to learn it, because I can always look it up. And that's made things better in some cases, but worse in other cases. Because before, you used to, like, put the effort in to learn stuff. Now, if you don't have to, it's like, I don't need to learn my timetables. I got a computer so yeah and and Buzz whole thing is like I'm here to get money what else is there I'm gonna get money till I die I ain't going back to jail so all this books like you say some dude can't tell you how to live your life dog nobody can tell you better than you you know you you know you see you can't eat a book and it used to be a lot of that and it's a lot of whole temporary in that too where it's like you know don't be chasing the white man knowledge and that's how people be thinking eating cauliflower call you cancer. Cause that barbershop shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed. Cause that's like, if Buns was a little bit smarter, he'd be a hotep, but he ain't smart enough for that. So anyway, they ain't having that discussion. And oh. they go back to the crib.
0: No, no, no. And what triggered Sincere to get him on his side? Oh, you listen to what your girl say?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, how much you think we can make
1: off that shit? That's <laughs> all it took? <laughs> yep. He's like, oh, you know, she making decisions for you like, oh, all right. So you shaming my manhood. That's all it take.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, since it really wasn't strong at all. He okay. he was
1: strong, but not strong enough. And that's the whole thing. It wasn't that he was weak. It's just buns was so corrosive. And you just around that's like wearing down, like, you know, like, yeah, like our starfish eats a clam it just wins from patience. It'll clamp on a clam and just slowly try to pull the clam open. The clam does it does its best to hold it open because it has a muscle and it and it's always a losing thing. Because the clam will get tired before the starfish does. And as soon as the clam gets tired and that muscle gets tired, starfish slides right in and eats the clam. And that's what Buns was, a goddamn starfish. He just, everything he wore on, he just wore them down. Because think about it, every situation he got into until he ran to the cops. He won by just wearing them now. Because at first, all of this would be like, nah, I don't know about this. I ain't sure, I don't trust you. And then it's like, all right, I'll give you a chance. Every single one. Because it happened with here, it happened with Keisha, and it happened with Ox. And they have all happened the same way. Just wear them down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they get to the crib, and what is it, okay. They both got nice houses. You keep crime away separate from the home. Why is I always in my grandma' basement?
0: With the two TVs, the one busted one and yeah. the other one on top. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> grandma trying to sleep. You got nine dudes in there, all musty and everything like that. You can't find a better place. So they counting the money. Lies nah, and my kid there, young boy. Some more. Yeah, I'm sure I'm ready to roll with y'all, man. I'm tired of school shit. Can't be taking this learning. I'm trying to make money.
0: This much they say it's so hard. I'm like, wow, life is hot. Whoa, life is gonna be double hard for you. It's
1: because it's always because they see these people here getting paid and making money, living a good life. And if they're in school and they don't have anybody telling them like this will lead you somewhere, of course they are gonna lead toward that. You know the hardest thing about school is that we believe in deep down it's worth it. Because there's times where it's like, you don't really want to do this. It's, it was times when I was in school, and I've told you this, and I tell, you know, I don't know if I know. I, I looked up my pay throughout the years. I was just curious. In like 2003, I made like $3,000 for the entire year. Yeah, $3,000. I see you got quiet. Well, I mean that's that's tough. But that was the that was the sacrifice or that's what you had to do. And I'm just thinking about that whole time. Like I didn't like I knew I was broke. I didn't remember that broke. I didn't feel broke broke I was like, you know, it's kind of like you trying to be out here and other people your age range, they might be working already and they doing stuff and you trying to like ask your like they're trying to ask other janitor. I, I ask the girl out. She looked at me like, Oh, that's cute and just try not to laugh it's like, you know. A boy in school pushing a mop, and she working like one of them urban outfitter stores. They like that, so like woo we wear stuff and anything like that. And it's kind of like, yeah, that's how it goes. So if you there and your homie's making money, it's gonna be a part of you be like, and especially if you that age, they about teenagers. Yeah. So it's gonna be yeah, it's easy. Like you see Buns living good. You got the big house, big ride, got the video girlfriend, and you learn about trigonometry, like intro to Spanish. From that from that area, like from the hood. Like of course they gonna wanna get paid. Who gonna like it's no it's no Robert De Niro the goddamn like a Rock's tail. It's Buns like, yeah, yeah, dog, just be patient, you're gonna get yours.
0: Yeah. That's true.
1: So but it's just so anyway, then knowledge comes in. Power from Wu Tang clan. Wu, okay it's a it's something th- it's a lot of different factions going on in this movie like in real life because you got rough riders you got a lot of wu-tang stuff going on mm-hmm. and then you got nas that's not really with def jam because the soundtrack is def jam most of the artists is def jam most of the people in here like def jam def jam related and then nas yeah was t-boss t Bob. yeah the t it. no t-boss like separate you, you know, know And it makes sense thinking, like, Jay-Z is
0: going to be a non-spot. Yeah. No, 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 he's supposed to be DMX character. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. it's a way different movie. (laughs) And the only reason they said they didn't go with Jay-Z is because he wasn't as popular as a DMX at that point.
1: Yes. And what is funny, we haven't, we talked about this movie without establishing it this was a time frame when we had made this argument before there's an argument to be made that in his peak no other rapper was as popular or as powerful or as, was as popular worldwide as dmx wasn't his
0: i mean we got the receipts that's pretty much that's pretty much facts
1: DMX basically ran music like music entertainment for like what four years three
0: for to like four 90, years from like basically
1: what 90 to 2002, 2003 or 97 to 2000, basically like he ran ran, when I mean ran and this is a time when it was like rap was slow Biggie just died Tupac just died, but we had you know, Cash Money Wu-Tang, Jay-Z Nas, the South coming up, the West Coast coming out, and DMX was above all of them every single one that's, like you know what people used to brag about during the Attitude Era, Triple H was the top hill on the planet so basically, he was the best bad guy, or one of the biggest eras of wrestling. To, that was, DMX. yeah. To DMX. Maybe,
0: for anybody younger listening to the show, DMX is the way you see in Cardi B is the way we we saw DMX back in that day. No,
1: that, that's not even close. Do you think so? Um, Cardi B ain't opening movies. So I mean, no. she's not opening movies, but she's in movies. No, 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 no. It's the difference between being in a movie and. And the movie existing because you are the star in it those are two separate things
0: well i'm, I'm putting more i'm saying more of the way that you see them
1: like oh, and you see her in a lot of movies you see her in a lot of commercials but we've seen that before with women and we've seen that before with men that's different like that's like luke cardi b is like ludicrous when he started it's just different because she's a woman like we've seen like cardi b is the latest to do it but we've seen that path it's the equivalent, like if you combine Drake and Mike combine Drake and Gerard Butler. That's DMX. Where I'm opening up a movie as an action star, and my movie can open number one, number two, and I can be in a movie with other movies. Keep in mind, DMX was co signed with Jet Lee. When Jet Lee Li was like, took Jackie Chan spot. Like DMX wasn't just I'm some dude I'm showing up in a movie as a cameo or I'm like doing Friday it's like no I'm in a movie that has a budget and our movies open up number one and in addition I'm dropping two albums in one year back when yes people used to buy these things called CDs
2: <laughs>
1: and I'm number one he's the first person to drop two albums in the same year they both opened them like basically when DMX came out he was always number one and it didn't matter who else was out who and it was a lot of people out back then yeah. so when people and people forget how big dmx was no dmx was the man like he was at the top of the mountain he was like a comedy. because his peak was high and when he dropped he dropped and it's kind of like it's hard to talk about now because like you see like nah I still put out stuff you see still see jay-z you still see some people from that era and if you tell somebody now that like it was a time like dmx was above all of them and you think at dmx like oh the guy guys get locked up the old looking man like him it was like yeah he was the closest thing to tupac after tupac yeah and it was not ja rule as much as Ja Rule wanted it to be
2: <laughs>
1: so, so anyway that's just established like you know this DMX was the man and DMX makes this movie work. So anyway, they back in the basement counting the money. Power calls. Powers the man that put Black on with him. And and Nas was, you know, sincere. it's like, yeah, he real smart. I never trusted him. He too one well, was too smart for his own good. He can tell, like, why he tell Buns that about what was going on with Black? I think see, and I never got the only thing I could
0: think was that he was making money with buns like i guess you know they would make a lot of money together or he would not you know look out for him so but black was kind of like whatever you know he a cornball but you but you vouched for him that's what i didn't get
1: mm-hmm. yeah i heard he talking real shiesty about not getting the same money about sincere one all black be that damn dumb to think that and then two going gonna tell him you're gonna tell somebody that I guess he trusted knowledge enough to tell him, or he told somebody told knowledge. It's like how knowledge find that out? Yeah. So it must see it's
0: people that don't respect black, black or cornball. So people just like, yo, you know, this man was out here spewing saying this this about sincere. He probably be like, yo, your man's talking greasy about sincere. Oh word!
1: Did the same did the same face beans did? <laughs> and then he probably like, all right. And then he plot and then sincere cracking jokes somebody you in there. Sipping on that bottle, like you, still the only person drinking a Coke Forty Five, <laughs> sipping on, like a baby bottle. That's then, this is as much charisma as you get out of Daz <laughs> the whole movie. Mm-hmm. He y'all cracking the jokes and it's like he trying, and like it's funny, but like it don't feel natural. So he in there like you know you still like y'all like a nigga from the seventies, <laughs> <laughs> and Black just here taking the joke and then he like nah, I forget all that, and then. Them hood, and they all like, let me tell you, let me come over here for a second. Because Bun's out here talking, you see that? And then he do like a sweep move or something. He like a Russian lady sweep. He kind of like sweep them and then pushed them at the same time. Uh huh, they start stopping them and everybody laughing. And then he shoots all now strip. Man. What is it with this whole take the clothes off stuff? Like, hood people love emasculating men and they be so homophobic. What is with that?
0: You get it in paid and full. And now we're supposed to be in the 80s. And you got this movie that's in the late 90s. So I'm just like, I don't know.
1: No, strip. Strip. And he's shooting in there. And the grandma, like, what's all that noise going on? They all laughing. And he's sitting there on the couch. He like, yeah, I'm going to get you it. I'm going to get you, I'm gonna get
0: you. <laughs> Your best impersonation ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there. Be, I'm, I'm going to get you That's then they're rocking back and forth from the couch. Hey, he said, what? <laughs> he shut up there. Mm-hmm. They should have shot him.
0: Listen, if anybody ever said, you know, shoot me in my hand like they did E. You ain't having me stripped.
1: Mm-hmm. And this happened. so, meanwhile, then, next scene, they meet up, um, Buns meets Ox. Ox got money, money. Mm-hmm. And he talking about, because it's established that, you know, they got some good money, cause like you know, you see Buns's house, sincere living, all good. But they still driving the car they driving. Oh no, actually they driving. They got a bent. No, Buns got a fence. Buns got a nice house, but he ain't got no plantation, Harriet Tubman, Underground Railroad house like Ox got. Ox, Ox, out there living that that like that used to be you know old senator house that used to have slaves. That's the type of house black people get when they got money. Like yeah. I'm gonna have my own service. Cause he in there, and it's funny where the outdoors is big, the indoors look regular. Right. Like it's a nice kitchen, but it ain't a super nice kitchen. It look like it's just a practical kitchen. You would have thought
0: that kitchen would have been like big as hell, but it's just like
1: uh, yeah, uh just average. Ox place. is gonna spend the money on what he wanna spend it on, and nothing more, nothing less. He's one of those, you know, I spend my I spend what I spend. And he get the door, and you know, Lady Mir fry cooking oxtail. Like who that? Here to see Lennox? it's the Lennox?
2: <laughs>
1: man come come to see you All right, let him in. So they go in there. He's talking about you know, like yeah, he want to just real money right here. He's a top shot, call in Jamaica, made a whole bunch of money, cut a whole bunch of necks. And this is one of the funniest characters in urban films mm-hmm. I have ever met.
0: And you know, some of it ain't intentionally funny. It's just him just talking. It's just him. You know, he had to ad-lib this
1: whole thing. <laughs> I wouldn't I be shocked. I don't hear no damn script. I mean, come on, uh, yeah, you're going to interrupt me, watch the game. <laughs> yeah, they're chilling, and they watch the game. Like, you know, Jamaica good. Jamaica very good. You know. You try and talk to somebody about something you don't want to really talk about, and you like, you know, antagonize. You try not to antagonize him, but it's like he's mocking him a little bit. He's like, Oh come, come on there now." You talking to me on? Like, yeah, I know you got that stuff, and yeah, I know you heard about that new drug stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get in there. He's like, uh, "You know, police be watching you. You, know, fuck you. <laughs> you. Fuck with you, can't even fuck with you. got you." It's got hot, to it's heat hot on you. It's you right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'll fuck with you, you know, you know, out there, out there, wild boy, do wild boy for me, you know, i fuck with you. And then, buns made me say something about, you know, I'm trying to make money, if you're scared anything, I you, oh like. Oh boy. Don't you come in my, I'm one of the biggest, toughest Jamaicans in the United States of America. I make a lot of money, I kill for fun, don't you come in my house, give me this their business. And who bitch up? Who do you see bitch up <laughs> with, with the
0: quickness? Say- quickness. time you hear somebody say, I "I'm mean, saying,"
1: I'm just saying. And I mean like that. Yeah, you coming in that man house and like, yeah, he shut that down. And that's the own. That's one of the few times he showed He shut that down with the quickness. He is like, you don't you coming in my house with that scared shit? Like, don't you know why? I'm like, I want the badish makers in the United States. It makes kill I for kill for one. nothing. I kill for nothing, and I made a lot of money. Don't you? Don't know you come in these scammers? And then he just... And then he mollified like, all right, I give y'all a me the favor. You'll be a big favor. I be big big, 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 big. big favor. Big favor. Big. Big enough for nothing, man. Big big favor. And then they go here. So, so then, so, so he go front him the dope. Devil's Pies starts playing the music, and Double they pie. start playing. Mm-hmm. Dope song, D'Angelo. Very dope song, comes out, and they basically plan it. Their whole thing is, they gonna take this money, they gonna take this dope, go to Nebraska. Uh-huh. I don't know why, I, I guess, cause Mark or somebody, had a girlfriend that was on the police force in nebraska so she knew what was going on and they gonna sling in nebraska because like you know people go out of town sling some stuff i'm like you're gonna track the the competition it was a plan let's just say that people have done that because people do travel out of town do anything like that but as people say you know you be doing watch out for trying to be on the road you know any home game rules So they out there and they roll up Nebraska and they just making money, making oodles and oodles of money, doing all well, got the block on on lock. And some people doing well, some people ain't doing well because they rolling brownies to a stoplight and tell them, I don't give a fuck about a stoplight. I'm speaking, I'm smoking weed, I'm drinking. You know, I'm untouched, but nobody can stop me. You know, Buns on top of the world because he paid, nobody can tell him something serious. Tell him like, chill down. And who see him on the block? Rico, his, them niggas.
0: A.K.A. Kane.
1: <laughs> yeah, I see him out there looking all good, riding. I have to drop, drop him, drop a diamond, drop a diamond, niggas. I don't like that shit. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Got the bananas all on his lips. This is so damn disgusting. People remember that scene. I will never forget that scene. Just be she just there looking. Cause who when the last time you saw black man in the banana on the block? I have never seen that in my life. And I have lived in the South before. I have, I must, I haven't been in the nigga south, cause that's some ooh. I have yet to see that in my life, in real life, and I I seen that billion laugh every time I see that scene.
0: The man was, the man had his head to the side. He was looking fly, eating a banana.
1: He just didn't like that shit. It don't work. He had a piece of banana. Look like, yeah, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. (laughs) So and he they snitch.
0: Oh man.
1: Later on, yeah, but we, but. We get to that point later, cause Ox calls in his his favor. You remember that favor so I told <laughs> you about? Know, the favor I told you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you doing well. Favor, remember the favor I told you? If I had they go on vacation with me. Yeah, the favor, go on there, and then they fly to Jamaica. So this is like summertime. Hey, cause they break down, cause yeah, cause what? it's like it started beginning of the year, and then it jumps to April when they start slinging, and then it's like summertime, so they're in Jamaica, and it's like, you know, Ox breaking down, like, you know, Jamaica's so damn poor, and everybody trying to make it ghetto. out, and it's so heartbreaking.
0: Well, he say that's the ghetto, I, yo, that's the goddamn ghetto.
1: And we've talked about before when we did Fast Five, like, there are levels of poverty on this planet, and and you can be poor in America and be real poor, but it's far worse place to be poor in America. We see one of them, and it's kind of like, and I have a, I have a friend, she lives in New York. She's from Jamaica, she's telling about that too. It's like, yeah, some, it's a reason a lot of people risk their lives to try to come here. Cause poor America, it's a lot better poor. like, it, it just looks like rough. And you see the kids out there pretending like, you know, trying to hold them up with the fake gun. I'm assuming that's a fake gun, I, who knows? I don't I, think that was a fake gun. It looked fake. Oh. It looked real it looked like a a, a close assembly of a, a real gun, it look fake. So in there it's like, you know, god out yeah, there to do my best to just crush the Bobby here and wreak my heart and do my best. It's an example for the young Jamaica. Never mind that now, we go to the party, you know, I guess you know jamaica jamaica's finest you know jamaica you know that yeah i like rottweiler <laughs> yo can you imagine <laughs> be
0: can you imagine beans here that's talking about some vacation you know how he ain't got tough about that oh we're going on vacation Vacation.
1: <laughs> no vacation out here talking this walla walla shit <laughs> you know beans ain't beans would be like sticking out. seagull because the first time you see a kid with the gun beans pulling out yeah he would that kid would have got shot yeah, so they smoking there. To you know, it's like go home, and then they had to you know they there in Jamaica, and then meanwhile while that scene come, the old big hair Rico make the call, like who's that? What's the agent name? Oh damn, I forgot. Carter agent. Oh no, agent Burke. Yeah, Burke. Agent Burke here. You yeah, listen up, nigga. There's some serious <laughs> New York niggas slaying a lot of stuff. So they snitching on the squad eh, eh. like I say confident they ain't friends so whatever so they roll up in there arrest all mm-hmm. of them, arrest, you know, arrest the woman cop somebody some dude try to get away, get shot in the shoulder get shot back, driving the car bleed out, drive into a damn air from like Streets of Rage 2 and somehow doesn't die
0: <laughs> explain this to me why did that girl? I think it was the cop. Why did she try to run out the front door? You a cop? You know you got. What you run out the front door for?
1: Flight of uh, no, fright of flight. Yeah, she was supposed to jump, do like
0: homeboy did, jump off the. This ain't, roof.
1: this ain't. These are not professional. This ain't dinner thieves. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hood. He's a hood boy. This is not a training unit. And she a cop, but she used to she used to running through the doors, not running out of them.
0: Yeah, she was trying
1: to get out. She Used to be in a, like, you know, tigers don't know how to avoid prey because they're you know they're predators. Okay. So that's her. So they get arrested. Knowledge get arrested. He get mad. He do the one thing they say dude, He calling prayer from the spot.
0: Then let this, this, gets to, this gets to your text. How smart is knowledge?
1: not that smart he he hood smart he like yeah you know i'm, I'm read the the 50 rules of power <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how smart he is i go to certain places i see certain i see certain books on books and i'm like yeah you one of them types he, he I read see certain authors he 50 read, laws of power
0: he read the first chapter of auto of war to put it down
1: yeah you know startled him Beat the grass to startle snakes. And then what, nigga? What do you do after that? <laughs> you, know, like, mm-hmm. you know, the ones be on Instagram be quoting Jay-Z with a quote Jay-Z didn't even say. Or like a fake Will Smith quote. Like, you swear you smart. Like, yeah. stay. That's how smart knowledge was. Fake smart. So, run into real smart people. So, he called Keisha, Keisha Piss. That's on tape. So, knowledge unless he gets arrested. So, all that goes down. Me Meanwhile, back in Jamaica, Ox's whole. Okay. So apparently, Ox and Sosa had beef from like way back when. Because mm. I'm wondering, like, what was. Because Lennox seemed like he just chilling, making money. Like, yes, yeah, you see the girl defending the head, you know, the so- name Sosa, he a real top shot. And, and, you know, that touching, know, like, you know, like suicide. Big deal. He's still a real big deal. Mm. Like, yeah, we can find out Biggie. He's gassing up time, like, a real big. It's like, you know, final time. Around. And meanwhile, they plot and murder. This one girl dancing, she moving like she on, like the iPhone vibrating. Sean Paul, there <laughs> performing with somebody else. And that's a dope song, like like Top Shot with those two in DMX. And they, they're performing a song about having fun. They plotting murder, Sosa so there, but the fellow, he never say anything. Like, would you, what, what do you call him? What'd you call him, so what type of boss he was?
0: Oh, a Dev Jam Vendetta boss? Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> yeah what
1: the fuck? He, hey he, he just chilling
0: the whole thing was he's, he's telling Tom, Ox is telling Tommy all this <laughs> then he decided to say "Well, you can't touch him There, he'll kill your mother, father, brother sister, kill everyone yeah. I'm like oh okay
1: yeah.
0: thanks for the information <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not going to touch I guess him
1: right Tommy ain't got none of that so he don't care he's like yeah tough, so he's still a big dude you don't touch him like, oh, like suicide so that was his whole thing he wants Sosa gone, but he can't do it himself. So you're gonna be an outside shooter. And this ain't the first time Tommy gonna be an outside shooter for somebody else's interest. So Tommy somehow becomes solid state for a second. Cause okay. he just happened to know when to be on this block at the <laughs> exact time that Sosa is on the bench. Like, let me wipe down your car. Uh, beg for a dollar. <laughs> me dollar be beg for a dollar, please. Yeah, and okay. Sosa must have been, you know what? I can see why Sosa wrote the whole thing down because the way this crime was like nobody dumb enough to kill me, so I gotta worry about.
0: See, okay, that's the argument me and my wife was having because I'm like, okay, if you're a big shot here, first of all, why are you just riding around with your girl and no, no, no protection or nothing? Like you, I mean, you that big of a boss?
1: Yeah, and it's what the whole. You remember we saw Gone in sixty seconds and he stole that drug dealer car and he was like, "Well, who else would leave a car with the keys in there?" Yeah and you've seen them like that like yeah i leave my car parked here because nobody dumb enough to touch it because they know who i am they know i touch them yeah it's like the way they describe because lennox is a big deal he like i ain't messing with him so somebody that rich and powerful know not to touch with him then he probably feel like i'm in my own town who gonna mess with me like when people move like when people still live in the hood like you ain't gonna rob his house that's such and such don't mess with him like who who robbing, you ever hear, you ever, they're like, somebody robbing Mike Tyson. Yeah, but then you have those instances. In Mike, Mike Tyson neighborhood, like, come on now. Like, even if you could, you ain't dumb enough to do that. Like, but then you got those instances
0: where it would happen, because we have seen instances where people get
1: got. No. But that's a whole, whole different, because they don't know any better, and they don't have that, and also they don't have that type of reputation. People might get robbed when they doing road stuff, or they get like, you know, yeah, Le'Veon Bell might get robbed. Some, some girl stole his jewelry. <laughs> Nobody robbing Marvin Harrison. <laughs> we know that. Yeah, so this is, it's, a whole, it's a whole different situation. Like, yeah, outside stuff, yeah, you in your own neighborhood, you fight like you, the way it's untouchable, he got touched because somehow he needed to be in the exact block at the exact time. <laughs> he knew he was going to ride there because he was plying, like i you he drive uh, every day, he gets some plantain, you just wave him out and put your hand on him. So, kill some. Walks away, runs away. Girl runs away. So he's dead. And if you don't think that comes back later, you don't know the type of movie you're watching. <laughs> so meanwhile, people looking for sincere, and where was sincere? Reading his book. Yeah. So Ox was. So Buns was out of town. Mm-hmm. Cause we was calling. He was like, he was all looking for Buzz. like he out of town. He got all mad. Sincere must have dipped out. Cause he get back and he's like, oh, heard what happened to Omaha and anything like that. So yeah, Sincere was smart. I guess he read a book like, yeah, I'm I'm leaving on a block. That's when the movie oh,
0: starts. To do- when, what I'm guessing is being that he wasn't involved in anything out of town, that he didn't have nothing that he didn't have nothing to do. Yeah. So he didn't have a responsibility or nothing. So he was cool. So he
1: there, he go back home, hears about what's going on. Buns gets back, finds out all this stuff that's going on, and then become the funniest section of the movie. So, because he called, because first what happened is so Knowledge, after calling Keisha, calls his man Shamik, played by Method Man, a.k.a. Hood Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> you need a friend as Lord as Shamik, because he rolled with knowledge way longer than most people going to. Because think about all the stuff he did.
0: Yeah, especially when he said, "I, you know, I ain't getting out for a while.
1: Two sev—two separate road missions. For what? Payback? I mean. The first one was pay- yeah, payback both times. How low is Shamiq that he's doing all this?
0: We don't know their relationship. That's the problem. We don't know how, you know. Nah, that's. My stepdad
1: has a friend like that, where it's like he knows if he calls him, his friend will drop everything that's going on and will be there and meet him to do whatever legal otherwise. We all got one friend like that. But even then, it's kind of like it's rare that you see that. Like it's a little limit. Like, you know, certain friends help you at potluck, a real friend to help you move, a real, real friend to help you move a body. (laughs) <laughs> but how many other friends, like, how many other friends like you know I need your we gonna rob somebody how many people you trust to call that you would think would do that I don't want to Liz. <laughs>
0: I don't want to answer that question
1: can you You can you say one mm. I might have one Put it like
0: maybe one, but I think I got more people to help me move.
1: <laughs> yeah, but saying, like, and and at most you're going to have it, one, and most people ain't got that. Like, yeah. it's kind of, you know, somebody like, I'm willing to risk my safety hood, my livelihood, because you asked me to do this, and it's important enough. Because one, it's like, you ain't going to ask nobody once unless you really trust them like that, and knowing what's going down, and knowing they're going to say yes. That's not the type of... When you ask that type of question, you know they're saying yes. You don't... So you rarely have a friend like that. So apparently, Shamit was like that. So it was like, yeah, I got you. Knowledge bone. What's the science? That's the man being all cool with the woo-wear shirt on. And was he the a
0: laundromat? I thought he was at a Chinese joint.
1: Chinese, yeah, eating food. You know, it's like, oh, you know. Tell my I this problem. Like, yeah, nothing to God can't solve. Yeah. He's just going there like you taking a road trip. And, boy, he was on there on his... I know we laughed about how he still... Took the tainted dream. He had a plan. Oh, Shameek yeah. Was, was like, ghetto clever. Like, he'd go in there, got the flashy car, like, you know, I'm looking for Rico. You know, I heard you, the top shot. You're about it, about
2: it, fool. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> all non-threatening, all flashy. So they, they got nothing to worry about. they thing. like, this is a fool from New York. We can take advantage of him. Like, cause he roll in there. This this place, they don't know who he is. He's like, I'm Ike Love ike from, love where was, yeah where are you from <laughs> what are from new york he like from somewhere else east coast it's like you know all this stuff just happened so they're going to head to guard up this flashy dude with this flashy ride. talking about he looking for them like how they know like so how they know who i am like cause does my name ring out like that that somebody from east coast gonna know me and drive all the way here to do business do they hear what's going on so they already suspicious so he there just just for you know i'm a clown laughing at me. I'm just here to get some bitch ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> Joking or anything like that. And just had the guard down. Just plotting. Smart. And they and they plotting like yeah, we're going to rob him. He plotting to murder them. Well, Rico especially. Yeah. He plotting them. And they have no idea. Because he doesn't give them a reason to think that. So later on they meet up in the club, they having drinks at the strip club, and I know he's like, yeah, he slipped to get his drink, but guess what? Even with the drink, he still got his stuff down.
0: Oh yeah, 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 he bucked him, he got
1: him. Yeah, Good. he's like, yeah, you know, do some business, you know, after we do that, I just want to talk to you, because, you know, I heard about you, I just want to get thanks for my man, and then the drinks start kicking in, and you getting all dizzy, you still got to mention, like, your yeah, man, yeah, knowledge. And he's like knowledge and he's trying to put two and two together like wait a second and i don't know what the name meant or something but something clicked like he's like oh this dude from this new york dude
0: mm-hmm yeah I, I think it was more of a thing of he probably found out the name but just wasn't realizing it, it just didn't hit him until he had to think about it he's like oh knowledge that's the dude i ratted on
1: Mhm. so that happened and then because he had get a sense so he shoots rico then, other two dudes he gave the sitting who came out. So, he pull out two guns. He shoots both of them. Then, the bartender shoots him with a shotgun square in the face, uh, square in the chest. He must have had the vest on. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. He did. So, he's still drugged. He shot three people. Gets in the car with the getaway driver, cops right on his tail. He drives from Omaha back to New York with no problem.
0: Um, how? Well, first things first, we gotta talk about well, we don't have to talk about, but did you appreciate that uh uh <laughs> that first ghost, That first person golden golden eye viewpoint he had shoot the gun. Yes. And second of all, I may have an answer how he got out. The best wheel man in the business, Ghostface, got him to Omaha.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cause we, we have I've always asked that question. I don't know when it was I watched Cause I watched the movie more than once, and I don't know when it kicked in. But once it kicked in, it kind of like I never got my mind how to get back from Omaha to New York.
0: Yeah, Ghostface wheeled him out of there, man. And yes, Ghostface really was the wheel man. Uh huh. That's yeah. the only
1: answer I got. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, I'm it's like he mission accomplished. He somehow shaked off a drug drink and a shotgun blast to complete his mission and escape. And same thing about building. it was shot awesomely. So, but like how he escaped, I don't know. They never bring it up. It's one of those, those things like you just will accept and forget it. Like another thing we almost forgot about. You remember we said about how Buns doubled down on being his dirty man stuff? Oh boy. Remember when Keisha called and she just wanted to see how he was doing? Like, I was thinking about you, I love you. And what was he doing? Man
0: was getting his uh, getting some um, head from head from a
1: sixteen year old girl. I'm ready to go. Yeah, she rolled her eyes like I'm ready to go. Come on, all right, you know I'm no way I'll be out there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> one, yeah, all right, yeah, one, mm-hmm. in a car. <sighs> Just in case you weren't sure about their relationship, like he she said that's what she did the night before last. So I guess it's a new night.
0: You know, I get filmmaking, I really do. And I understand, but that's just, it just,
1: as you get older, that shit
0: right there just irritates you more and more when you say that. You know what?
1: That's why that R. Kelly stuff ain't too surprising. Because it wasn't just R. Kelly, it was a lot of people like that, like, yeah, you know, it was a lot of people plotting on Aaliyah, rest in peace, back then. And you see that, and and it's kind of like, a lot of people told them themselves when that documentary came out. Yeah. And, and it was kind of like they—that stuff they was doing that for a long time, and it was kind of like music. Side note, that Jay Z Beyonce stuff is just, just think about that. He don't—they don't start dating until she like legal. But I'm sure they ain't the first time he talked to her, though. But the problem with that is, it
0: ain't just Jay Z because I think her and most deaf dated too for a quick minute. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just yeah. not him. It was
1: just, yeah, I, th- it I think just it was was a thing. Yeah, it was a lot of them because it was kind of like, you know, it was a lot of stuff with Aaliyah and Damon Dash and Jay Z and everything like that. It's like, Aaliyah married R. Kelly when everybody knew she wasn't of a- age. We all knew it happened. And we just forgot about it or cracked jokes about it. Or try to ignore it. They're trying to ignore it like Age ain't and even though they made it hard, Age ain't nothing but a number. Yo, how never mind. I mean you just gonna throw it, it in everybody's face too, like eh, Age ain't And it's a like, number. Yeah, we talk about it, but that's my mentor. And oh yeah, we got married and then she never talked about it again. It's like we all and we all knew about it, just forgot. So when I see this, it's kinda like, yeah, it's disgusting, but that mindset was prevalent and like Culture, because even now people we talk about that, like you know, you got Drake doing what he do. Oh boy, that shit ain't, that shit ain't never going away. It's like it's something about these old dudes. They they want these young girls to manipulate and stuff, and and yeah. So anyway, <sighs> Shamit completes his mission. Not you know, at this point sincere start reading the book of the minister, trying to get his life in order. You know, trying to, like, figure out what he's doing with his life and all this stuff and everything, trying to work out stuff, you know, and will be light and elevate my thinking and yada yada, eat my vegetables. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started talking about this whole, let's go back, let's go to Africa.
0: And she looked at him like, what? Nigga, what? That's far. <laughs> like, and she didn't do it in a way to, like, you know, make Africa seem bad, but you could tell her reaction was like, why the fuck we gotta go all the way to Africa? Why can't we just
1: go to fucking North North Carolina or some shit? I mean, I know the the thought process for us, like, you know, our roots and everything home. I've always been a two ways about like, that's not really our home anymore. And a lot of times they come over here and look at us like we tame tigers, like, we ain't them.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not
1: as like you know. It's not like this embracing thing. Like we want to go to a place that really doesn't exist. It's more like a theory more than a reality. Because it's kind of like, yeah, they're in charge, but they aren't us. And they let us know that they're not us as much as we all want to be together. It's like too much stuff is kind of going on with that. But I get the whole thought process of like you know going somewhere where people look like you and talk like you and you feel at home, and it's it's intoxicating because you never get that. Mm-hmm. So so I get though and it's, it's always been that thought process there Nas has always pushed that so him having as his character not too surprising and you know and keep in mind this is after she talked to Keisha cause keep in mind Keisha gets locked up too when everybody gets locked up and she look a lot different without the makeup
0: I mean yeah when she was in lockdown
1: she was looking rough
0: I mean we ain't <laughs> never been locked up before I think a lot of things are stress and no makeup yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. and she there and she get out she get bailed out by um, T and they had a conversation it's like I guess they had some type of you know they go out first they go out to like shop and trying to figure out you know trying to get away from buns and I wish he was more like sincere and T like Stop, stop talking about this stupid shit like you know if you want to be better be better for yourself like I'm happy with Sincere because I'm happy with myself if I wasn't it had nothing to do with him and you gotta figure out what's happening like she's trying to push personalize on like you know you gotta be right with yourself first yeah. before you do anything and she's like I don't know like she wants to get there but she doesn't know how, how? To. she doesn't think like she has like strength to do and it's a lot of people like that a whole lot of people, and it's sad. Where it's like, you know, how you living ain't right. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's which it's all you know. And living right's a whole pie in the sky thing. it's like people see it's another thing. Like you know, I wish it more like that. It's like you gotta figure out what's right for you first. Otherwise, that other that other shit ain't gonna make a difference. If you if your foundation ain't right, the outside force ain't gonna fix it.
0: And she was stuck in a cycle, a, a, a almost comfortable cycle where, you know, she was comfortable. She had a living in a big house, a dude that had money and she felt she felt somewhat protected, like nothing was going to happen to her with him. But other than that, he wasn't going out on dates with her or yeah. <laughs> he was just having no. sex with her. That was just it. Yeah.
1: I keep trying to get away from him. He keep finding me. So it was like the same thing. Like, you know, I'm taking him like I know she always going to be here. That's my doormat. Because yeah. she said herself, like, I'm trying to get away and I can't get away. Yep. So, yeah, so that goes on. So, there's a lot of stuff going on where, you know, everyone's trying to get their life in order, figure out one way or another. And you know who life's about to get turned upside down? Lennox. Why? Because <clears throat> Sosa had friends. Look at
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Find out, you know, that whole getting Tommy didn't make a difference. They found out Lennox killed Sosa. I knew us with a trader with the, like the find Mr. Pepper. You going to go, go, go die and the trailer. Learn from that. Get your done.
0: <laughs>
1: um what part of Foxtown they found her from? Yo, she was she was she was she, she was on. tough. She came in strong in slow motion, had the paint on with the piercings the hairs like boy built for action
0: she she was on some secret boss of kuma shit mm-hmm.
1: and it's like it's it's people like that exist in real life and they get her like so basically found out that lennox hill sosa and they getting payback so lennox there chilling watching. And i'm and not Ross. watching the book. <laughs> Ross, and Ross again. Put me, you. This I didn't watch anymore. He, he half drunk in the sound,
0: sound like me watching a Viking <laughs> <day>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, so he half drunk and then he just happened to look at the screen and he see him running because they coming in the dark. Like She's standing there waiting for the foot soldiers to come in. He just happened to see him. And one thing about this, when his instincts kicked in, they kicked all the way. And you can see why he missed it. I killed people for fun. He, he stayed ready. You thought that was like a joke when he was talking. He turned the lights off and did the roll. Shoot, he shoot through the window. Come on! <laughs> You're like, you want to run up with me? You want to run with me? Shooting with the AK. And he ain't shooting automatic fire. He just shooting two at a time, three at a time. Shooting a few off of one. Come oh. on! Oh, he got eagle eyes. Yeah. Come on, you got the ritual of Jamaican I'm ready for fun. i did for fun. Come on! You want to test me? And then he gets down, and I have never seen this before in a hood movie. You know, most people shooting, they upright, stand up, run around. He dives is on the ground to make a low target, and just picking him off like this Call of Duty. Yeah, he getting them too. All of them rolling, and it was almost like nine of them, just two shots apiece, three. And I'm like, boy, they did not send their A-team. That's what you think at first, because he just mowing them down and talking trash. I got murdered for people for I'm, I'm the, Jamaica, do the original Jamaica Dandara.
2: <laughs>
1: don't shoot. People got, they got the high ground. He's still picking them off. All of them. And meanwhile, Chiquita's there just with the Batman, the detective vision on there. She just perched, just waiting. How high, how high far was that? 12 feet. I was going to say 15. 15 feet, because it's like, 15. you know, second, second floor, high steps, and she got on heels.
0: <laughs> she had on heels.
1: No, she, she kept them she... on. And he killed all of them, bragging about it, and she just jumped from the damn top of the second floor balcony on his back. And when you say he had the adamantium ankles, there's all oh, that twerking. She ain't breaking. Lands on him, cuts his neck.
0: And that's an 8 ox because
1: he got over. He he killed all of them. He just he, thought he, killed, he just he thought he killed all of them. He just got overconfident, so they all did. And then Bun shows up because he finds out stuff that happened to Omaha. The money's like they said, the money's there. I don't got any money to pay for ox. I can't get the money there because it's too hot. I, gotta, you know, give him the car and everything like this. No, first he had this conversation with you know, Bunn's with um, sincere trying to figure out what's going on. like, you know, you the know, only man I can trust. Cause at this point, they like, you know, kind of starting to split away. Mm-hmm. It, like, you know, take the car, you the know, only man I can trust and everything. Like, yeah, I got you and all this stuff. No,
0: so, no. Cause when he called him, uh, since he was like, yo, I told you, I won't fucking with you no more. And I'm like, when did this happen? When, when did we even just yeah, met? Yeah, something happened.
1: He's like, yeah. So they meeting up. And then it's like this comment, you know. I gotta need get the car for OX and everything. So you gonna so he gonna get the you gonna meet up with OX. Find out OX is dead, and then t- going in a separate way. So somehow Buns ends up in Atlanta. Yeah, cause he's selling weed with the two kids. Oh yeah,
0: because um he on the run now. Yeah, 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 yeah. He on the run. He gave yeah. So he gave up to him the car. Told him, you know, hold me he down. He's gonna
1: the car to get the money for Ox, not realizing Ox is dead. Yeah. He didn't know Ox was dead yet. So Yeah, he didn't realize it. Okay, yes. Sincere found out. Mm-hmm. Don't drop the car off. So so anyway, they in there selling he in Atlanta selling weed. That's a nice crib they was in too. Where did he get the money for that crib? <sighs> he must have had some money. Okay. Personal money. Because he had money before he got in the whole drug stuff anyway. Yeah,
0: but I'm trying to figure out how much... He, he must, must have been the money he had on him. Because he basically mm-hmm. didn't go back home.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah, he called Keisha. He's like, yeah, they in there. I talked to her. She only, she only talked like that. So he realized the jig was up. So Which don't even like
0: make sense to me. Because I'm like, she said she was sick. She don't even talk like that. Your girl don't say when she's sick? She just... Just say nothing? <laughs>
1: Maybe it's how she said it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. So anyway, he in Atlanta. They selling weed. Knowledge nah, called talking about you know you got my bell money. And <laughs> Buns is rightfully pissed. It's like I'm gonna run because of you. What I tell you, dumbass, is don't call the prayer from the spot. He's like, oh, that's just be that's where word. You'll get my bell mama see you. Oh, that's your word. Suck my dick. How you get this number <laughs> anyway? <laughs> yeah. Fish game teeth. <laughs> Yeah, like why would Keisha really give him the number? I don't think so, because she hung yeah. up on him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so knowledge knew a lot, enough stuff, but like, how did he get that number? Black. <laughs> I figure I would have figured like Buns would have got a new phone by now, but who knows? So anyway, so now knowledge was already feeling a certain way, so now he getting he getting the football numbers, I guess.
2: <laughs>
1: ain't no bell money doing a long time so they there in Atlanta selling weed doing their regular stuff and then they had some nice Flemings or something like that
0: wherever well, it just seems <laughs> like it's a restaurant yeah, you making money you got enough money
1: to pay for it yeah but it's like they don't seem they don't seem to type the young kids like we go to yeah. some nice restaurant they there talking trash like something happened and they in you know not you know buns just makes up worse like you don't let them talk to you like that basically chill out a little and, just, and they laugh and they pull the guns out and everybody in the restaurant see black man with guns and rightfully so run away it's like yeah you keep talking that shit i told you to do something other dude just shoots him and buns is just there high as a kite i think at this point he just reaches his breaking point
0: yeah, Nas is narr- Nas is the narrator now. At this point, he's basically saying that he could have defused the situation, but he didn't because he's an instigator.
1: Yeah, I think he just wanted to like, like he wanted to get caught almost, because it's like
0: he, he could have ran. You I guess, it's that thing of you know what? I'm tired of running. Like I'm just like yo, no, because that means he had to run again, then start over again with selling somewhere
1: else. So you yeah,
0: I can see him just being like, you know what? Just come get me, man.
1: Yeah, so it's just, you know, you get arrested. And this is kind of like you talking about this whole how much friends are they? Because, like, you know, what's one of your aliases? Sincere.
0: He ain't shit. he ain't you?
1: shit. <laughs> Why would you be that?
0: But this is your man's,
1: though. <laughs> hmm And then he calls him. Yeah, he calls from jail. I guess they talk about the whole, you know, you're the only man I could count on. And everything like that. Take the card out. So they had two meetings because they meet up when they first get back and they tell him, all, oh, you know, how I ain't messing with you no more or anything like this. And then they had the phone call when he locked up. So he got locked up after um, Ox dies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When he and left,
0: he, I don't think he, I, when he left, he still didn't know Ox is dead. I don't yeah, think he either did, one of them knew.
1: Yeah, he didn't, because Sincere didn't find out too he was going to drop the car off. Yeah. And then he saw the police there, saw the neck was cut. So, then he found out later, so it's like, you know, in jail, I need somebody, hook me up. I'm like, I got you, one. You know, it's like, they ain't fr- And at this point, it seemed like they ain't friends no more. It's like this whole, okay, so what happened? They went from Bush Cassidy Sundance Kid. They doing all this stuff, they whole lives. Then they get in the dope business together. And then... Since they start reading a book, and they ain't God, friends.
0: It had, it, this is okay. I think the the movie didn't do a good way of explaining it, and I get it. You know, it didn't have but so much time. But I just think it was that thing of you know how they say friends grow apart, and he was reading that book, and he was starting and to see. It. I mean, but in a span of months, like that's what I'm saying, months? the book, the movie didn't do a good. This is this is coming, to, I believe this is the third act we into now. So everything is just coming like disjoint. Cause like, I'm like, when he said it, he's like, didn't I tell y'all I'm all fucking with you? I'm like, when? When did this, yeah. I'm not fucking with you thing happen?
1: Cause friends do grow apart. Cause they grow different things. And who you have friends from the high school and calling me up with your friends. But normally it's not like over like, you know unless you become a vegan. A couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thing, oh, I changed religion. So I can't mm-hmm. mess with y'all cause y'all a bunch of eating heathen so none of that happened in this so it just seemed like so jarring so anyway bun's get let out of jail and this one the whole movie changes (laughs) because Buns playing basketball some dude like you a coach like no no no
0: no no no, no, no. you're not gonna slide by this and it's shot with an iphone an original iphone somebody set up an
1: original iphone shit was a that was was a nokia (laughs) it just started recording from a distance shaking iphone wasn't even out yeah that was a damn we, we barely had, I don't think we barely had cell phones yet. I don't know what they feeling that shit with, uh, with a game boy with a game boy color. <laughs> I was like what happened here? Did somebody just say fuck
0: it today and was like, this
1: is a shot we gonna do it. I will talk to you, don't worry. You got people watching and they don't say what organization this is. Exactly. I'm assuming it's the FBI. Oh, I'm not assuming. I want or, the, to know. or the CIA. It's either FBI or CIA. And, it's, and it can be either one because they both done some shady stuff so government organization yeah we'll go with that and more than likely say, i don't know which one it would be because it could be either one of them because fbi used to mess with mlk too and the CIA, you know, the cia, the CIA mess with the hood themselves you,
0: you know what the problem was <laughs> Hype williams and his people didn't do enough uh fact checking to figure which one out so they was like oh let's just say uh, government
1: i we'll, think uh, it's like if you don't if you say one then you go you don't want get that slander you I just mean, leave it open the interpretation because it it's kind of like you know it's one of them and they don't have to say like government agency this whole plot is like you know the minister is giving this day of reckoning speech it was such we'll just say it was argus
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know like you're gonna join an organization and you make sure you terminate this fucker before he makes his speech under no circumstances he should make it you know we're gonna have eyes on you like we got people in the organization if you don't do it you know basically you'll be retired like you do this and we kill you how how shady is this we and we won't get a because they could do it themselves we want to get a black face not because they're they they do not want to kill him they want to plant drugs on him, make sure you know he was crooked so they hate unity this much they want to what ice Cube say you know give a nigga a trigger watch him do it yeah <laughs> And that's basically what happened. We want to get a black fall guy to discredit this minister to prevent unity.
0: Now, now that we hear, what in the first two acts said anything that we would get to this point?
1: The only thing we got about was sincerity in this book from the minister. But we have no idea the minister is such a
0: big deal it's going to happen. And that's my problem. They almost made it seem like there was two different ministers. Because it's almost... And we'll get there, but it's almost like Buns is talking about a different minister, and Nas has no idea who this minister is. It plays weird. It's like he would be like, "Oh, the minister that wrote in the you know wrote the book that I'm reading." But it never- I mean, he kind
1: of he kind of knew a little bit because he brought because they had a conversation. Buns just brushed it off because Buns don't. The only time we see Buns figure out anything with news was when he found out about dope. He didn't care about books, he didn't care about learning. he like street not stuff. So, without being, for instance, sincere, he, why else would he like, know? Not because it's, not because the minutes ain't a big deal. He just doesn't seem that type to like, no. You ask, you probably ask a lot of people, they couldn't tell you who the vice president was. Of America. Sure. You know, ask him the ask him the governor of the state, are. Uh, they like, mm. so so that part is like, and he's obviously ignorant. So he may have known, he may have heard that name hanging with Sissir. He probably didn't know about him because he like, he's like stuck in his own place. So anyway, oh, yeah, fuck a book. I forgot That's what he said. <laughs> I, I never read a book, so he ain't, he ain't keeping up with the news like that. So and then it's come out of nowhere. It's just like. What a shitty plan! Not only I'm gonna get somebody discredit this man is trying to unify everybody. I want to get all black person to do it, and I want to plop, plant drugs. They would
0: truly uh.
1: Not the first time this has happened. Not the last time this has yeah. happened. Unfortunately, this has happened too many times. Too many. <sighs> so yeah so that happens and he's learning about the minister and everything changes ways and like you know I guess learning about the minister he changed his thought process cause he's like actually listening to the words and everything like that cause they meet up again and boy Buns like he oh you know people come out of jail I'm like you know I'm a whole new person he got a suit on he got glasses on he looked calm and everything like that. And it's like, oh, Bun- what's going on with
0: mm-hmm. well, definitely like he'll be on 125th preaching.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm just out here different minds and so you was right. You was no, and Sincere don't know what's going on. Like, you scamming something like that. You know, what's going on and everything. Cause Sincere kind of like, yeah, I know my friend. Mm-hmm. My friend always got a hustle and doesn't seem out of the blue. Cause they meet somewhere out of town. Like they're not even in there with normal spots. He's like, you know, I'm just a new leaf and everything like that, just catching up on old times, because I'm wondering, like, they don't, at this point, they don't have a relationship, so why are they having this conversation? With the my whole thing is, I know why Sincere went there, because buns called him, but why did Buns call him?
0: I almost thought it was to say goodbye. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like He thought he thought no matter what, he was gonna end up being dead. So he figured, let me talk to my homeboy because this might be the last time I ever talked to him again. That's what you, I took. You know,
1: I, I didn't even think about that. And that's a good point, because it's kind of like, if you don't kill the minister, they kill you. If you kill the minister, they probably kill Still you Still kill you, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's a lose-lose situation. So, you know, I give him like talk about, what do you want me to do to bands, my stuff? Like, I'm not gonna need anymore. That should that should have told sincere something. My friend changed so much. You can keep my bends, and you know he ain't giving away
0: no money like that.
1: Yeah, it's like what he about to do. You got cancer. <laughs> you got to move. You got to move. You got to kill. Like yeah, that's one of those. My life has changed, and I'm going on a different path. Like that should have put a warning flag. But sincere his own mindset because he himself talking about you know I don't smoke weed no more and everything like that and it was a scene earlier when he was in the hood and there's some little kid had a he's like eight years old with a bulletproof vest
0: <laughs> oh he did the one love he basically i don't know how much stroke manaz had but he basically put the one love song into
1: the movie mm-hmm. now i'm out here in the block you know these little niggas mess with me I'm not, that's why i got my little my little thing and it's so damn sad
0: yeah that was kind of depressing
1: because it's like how many kids like that is born with no damn future and i always tell people it's like Making it takes a lot, no matter how smart or hardworking you are, a lot of times it's just dumbass luck. I I never get caught in this whole bootstraps bullshit, like, you know, don't blame the environment because you can make it. And I don't know about your neighborhood. I remember when I moved from my neighborhood, like I moved from Philly to Jersey, and I went back for summer, like just a year later. Half my friends were gone. Like we have something locked up, locked up dead. It was just a year. And we ain't living like no bad, like, you know, bad neighborhood. But it was like it was a neighborhood in Philly. So a lot of times you born in a certain situation. If you ain't got no parent, no racism, no money, no support structure, you're going to turn out just like that little kid. What do you think going to happen that little kid? Oh, he, he ain't making, he ain't making it no fifteen. He run around with a bulletproof vest and a gun, living that life already. He ain't not have a long shelf life. Oh, he wasn't making it out the week. Mm-hmm. He was not making it out the week. Um, yeah, it's funny
0: then that you say that because I just think about the environment and the people that. I either knew or there was somewhat close to me. You know, you just know and hearing them. You no, know, this happened, that happened. So the environment means a lot, man. Like it's, it's easy to say, "Oh, you should just do A, B, C, and D." But it's easy when you say safe. It's easy I when mean, you got a the. A lot
1: of people do that. It don't make a difference anyway. Like yeah. a lot of people work hard, and don't get shit except for arthritis. Yeah. Yeah, Like, it's, that's the honest truth. Like, you know, you can over. Yeah, you can overcome some. You can jump off a building and not die. Most people don't jump off buildings because when you do, you normally die. You don't. the exception shouldn't be the rule. And too many times we meet. And this movie has a lot of messy going all over the place. It's not getting muddled, but it's kind of like these people live in jacked up lives. Even the ones that's living good, cause you see Buns and Sincere, they got the big houses, the cars, the girls making money. Does any does anyone in this movie seem happy? Nope. Like Shamik's the closest person to being happy.
0: That's that's happy being a, a on phone call, on call to go do work.
1: I mean, he always got a smile on his face when he doing it. <laughs> Think about it. I I guess do you because how, how many times do you see bun smile
0: was, i think the only time you saw him smiles when he was joking on um black and when he was in the when he was in the barber shop was his genuine smile saying that he was going to africa and they were like yo what the fuck wrong with you yeah it's a
1: sincere smile once or twice bun smiling like once it's like it's not a lot of it's a lot of party a lot of stuff going on a lot of people making money and not a lot of people happy and it's like they getting all this stuff but don't, I, do you think that's by
0: design because
1: yeah I think it's there like it's muddled but it's there because you don't get that speech at the end that yeah. the minister does it's like yeah you get all this fast money fast cars fast women drugs all this stuff like basically dull away the pain and it's like don't at the end it don't mean shit if your soul ain't good and it's like nobody's soul is good in this movie that's why since they're trying to escape that's why, you know, Keisha trying to escape. Buns is just like, I'm on a highway to hell, I don't care. So, yeah, so he's trying, to he's learning all this stuff. And then meanwhile, it, she got stuck. Go ahead.
0: It's almost scary how similar this and Carlito's way is. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> the only difference is like age. Carlito has enough wisdom to know, like, I need to change my life. And it's just him. And nobody else around, and everybody else around him looking at him like he a fool. Like, what are you talking about? Go straight. Like, just the thought of him, that's the whole thing. That's how Bun's looking sincere, like, you wanna do other stuff? Superfly was like that. A lot of movies like that, when they wanna get out, and the people like, dude, get out and do what? This is the life, you ain't nothing I wanna get there. out and be happy, not to look <laughs> over my you shoulder. You gonna be a, a lawyer?
0: <laughs> you gonna you wanna own a
1: barbershop? Like <laughs> stuff
0: like you, yeah. Yo, you know what? We might be doing Carlito's way next. But it just I, Carlito, I wanna go sell cars. felt just like joking on him the like the whole two hours about
1: Why are you that. Out there? You wanna sell cars? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah. And and whenever they talk about and it's just something it's funny and we'll wrap up the movies and like how we demonize regular stuff. And we still do that. Like you see that tweet Cam put out talking about, you know, like the average the median income for like black men is like $24,000.
0: How may I, mean, I miss that?
1: $24,000 is the median income of in the United States for black men. $24,000 like shit. shit. That means 50% of black men in the United States make under $24,000. That means a lot of us are broke as hell. And we know the reasons why. And we still make fun of us of each other. A lot of people trying to do no, so oh, you out there flipping burgers, UPS. When you out there, like, yeah, yeah, your family, like, everybody can't be two chains, no offense to two chains. Like, I would love to be Devin Booker. I'm not six foot five, I'm not fast enough, I don't got a jump shot, I don't rap. I chose the medical field. I, I live very well. I Let always me.
0: thought that was more than one of your best tweets when you will always say stuff like that because I'm just like,
1: yo, people do look down on certain jobs. And it's it's like, just like we all broke, and it's like people look down certain jobs. You know, we need those jobs, and we go and use those jobs, and somebody got to do those jobs. So it's like the person doing the job, you can't respect them they out there. Like you know, trust me, you will wish somebody was a good janitor. You went somewhere in public place because if they not, you can tell the difference and yet we still do that and this the whole at least in this movie like we want to go somewhere and do what like what's wrong with this at fast money don't like we talk about in state property you're run into a whole bunch of old drug dealers on the block <laughs> it would be like the rock and roll express like kudos to them because they still out here doing it but it's like I, it's no way in the world 1993 robert gibson ricky morton thought 2019 we still working yeah, that's true. Yeah, and they and it's 2019, and they still working. They doing good, but I know that wasn't their plan, and they lucked out. And a lot of people that age bracket is dead. Same thing, like you know, these young boys don't see old people doing what they doing, like Ox is Because I wonder how old Ox is. I'm gonna say Ox is supposed to be in his sixties. Nah, you don't he think just so? aged. He just aged. No, nah, forties.
0: Forties. So how, just, how old is DMX and my... DMX and Nas are supposed to be? Twenties. Early,
1: mid. Okay. Early to like early to mid. Yeah. Cause they yeah it's kind of like they probably in twenties. I
0: right, so, I'm gonna go I right, I'll say Ox in his late forties. He may age, harder. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah, probably. You know, he probably did a whole bunch of dirt back in the day. Well, back in the day, twenty years ago, when he in his like his twenties, which makes sense, cause he's like you know he ain't rolling around like that no sixty. <laughs> so so anyway. You know, so they, so at this point, since there's plot, he in the barbershop getting his haircuts, mom, smoke weed no more. I got my whole life together. I got a plan me, me, take me in the sea, go to Africa and anything like that. And then AZ pop up. yeah, I mean, babysitting with shorty, anything like that, He's doing all right. Cause AZ all smooth and cool. Out the corners eye, he see black, he know what's up. He don't know who black is, but he see a man moving with some direction, some purpose, and it's like, you know what, I got my seat. All right, I'ma I'm head out. Like that meme. Like Spongebob. <laughs> like, um, and guess what? Don't blame him. He got a kid. Yeah. Kids, come first. This ain't his beef. Like, yeah, he cool with sincere, but it's like, you about to have some, you about to have some problems. I hope you handle them. Bounce out easy.
0: When I was younger, I used to be like, oh, no, nah, he should have said something,
1: but now, nope, I'm out of here, yeah. <laughs> as because one he doesn't know but he knows something that has nothing to do with him and he want to make sure it has nothing to do with him it's like they know something like they had that type of friend and he's like yeah a baby baby come first yeah so Black like, like yeah what's up yeah and black all like friendly like yeah so he been plotting been mad this whole time
0: but he's been plotting on the wrong dude that's what's irritating that's that's what irritated <laughs> and i'm like yo no matter how you feel about sincere bun's the one that made you made you strip
1: Mm-hmm. But sincere was cracking them jokes.
0: He's always the person that <laughs> it's always the person that really wasn't involved that always take the brunt of it. He was there, yeah, but I don't think you know you should have been plotting on Buns. So. But I get why he would you know go after him because it's like okay, Buns, this your homeboy, so I'm gonna take your homeboy out. Mm-hmm.
1: So you're like, yeah, hey, what's up? Remember, you know what I'm saying? Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Remember you said that stuff so in alley? Pull the gun out they fighting over the gun dude at the barbershop shoots <laughs> I mean, It must always be a black man at a barbershop with a gun <laughs> uh, yeah it and, is and Sincere shoots him kills him he gets he gets winged and then grabs gets the gun He they are like you know we got this like this ain't their first rodeo so take the guns away he gets in the bands everybody gone he get home and then he get and then he found and this is wow this is going on T goes back to crib and who waiting in the house? Shamit and Foxhound. Oh boy. Sitting on the damn table like he a Self Shorty. <laughs> and she pulled a gun out, like, oh, you know, <laughs> look out. Uh, hey, you tough. Like he basically laughed the whole thing off. Like, yo, we got no beef, you know what I'm saying? We just looking for this, you know, we just looking for buns. And I heard So Sarah might know where that fucker is. She's like, I'm gonna shoot y'all. And they got the guns i like, cool off squad, like, you know. I see you shortstop, just chill out. But, he, but he's laughing the whole thing off like ain't no big deal. Like, I'm just here for a mission. I ain't got no beef with you. You ain't gonna shoot me. He shows no fear in this whole thing.
0: Uh, While, and, and I get it, I get it. He wasn't, he had his peoples around him. He won't nervous <clears throat> and he was looking at her like, hey, I, I'm not too sure you shot
1: anybody. I don't think you got the heart. But she clicked the gun. It's like, you know, Sincere ain't going to need a, a coward. True. I think, I think he respected spunk. Like, yeah, I see you got some little fire, and like that. Like, I respect the hustle. Like, me ain't got no beef with you. So we just roll on out. So that happened. At this point, this story is like, you know what? We leaving. Ain't no payback and nothing like that. Because normally in different movies, like, you know, get revenge for messing with my woman. And she like, forget all that. Let's just go he shot in
0: the leg, she's traumatized, and this is the end of This is it. We don't see them anymore. We're going out.
1: Yeah. It's like, let's just go. Uh, and meanwhile, we see Buns gets his last prep fork you know, make sure you drop the dope in here and everything and you know, make sure you do this. You understand? Don't understand. get
0: ahead on you. Don't don't get smart on this. Don't think
1: about this. And then we say, my, you my nigger. You know you never see his face? You never see the dude's face. Yeah. You see him, you see his body, you see him in shadow, you never see his face. Mm-hmm. Just just Mr. Whitey. So he's there and the minister's there at this New Year's Eve speech. And it was white people at this speech.
0: Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that too. I was like, oh man, I didn't notice this. Yeah. So that's why I made
1: that Sean King joke. <laughs> 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 like it was like Sean King here. And he there is basically talking about unity and everything like you know, his whole speech gonna be unity. Cause they got some other speakers there. So he's going there, he plotting. You know, he wait there to see the minister. Minister already knew Minister probably knew something was happening, cause like, you know, New Year's, it's this new guy. He's like, you know, I knew they sent somebody. I know if it was you, it's like, you know. Don't worry about me stalling. I told my guards 15 minutes. I only talked for five. And then do what you got to do. This is a man that knows his destiny that talks like this. Yeah. You get a certain certain age. It's kind of like, you know, you just accept certain things. And there's no set age. And are you at that age yet, Jeff?
0: Uh, I'm getting there. I'm not all the way there, but I'm getting there.
1: I will say for me, I got there at 40. I turned 40 this past year because, honestly, I know it sounds weird. I did not think I would make it to a certain age. Not because I just did wild stuff, just because it's kind of like a lot of times people don't. No, me and, too. Me too. I know exactly I'm, what you're saying. And I'm kind of like a part of like, you know, you have a set on the goals. I hit them, and then I was kind of like, now what? I'm at the now what part of my life? Like you know, you know. You set out, you want to do this, this, and this, and that. Mm -hmm. And they tell you all the stuff to do to get there. You know what they don't tell you? What you do after? Yeah. (laughs) I'm there. I'm like, I remember checking them off, and I was set one day, and I'm like, now, like now, I feel like Rocky. (laughs) Like (laughs) what? What now? It just and it's kind of like I'm at the point now, like you know what? It's whatever. Like you know what, like you have limited control of what you can do, so you just do the best you can, and when it's done, you're done. Like death is this weird thing, like you know it's gonna come, you don't know when, you don't really know how to look at. It. But being afraid of it's stupid, cause it's like you know it's a natural fear, but you can't really stop it. Like I have no idea, how I mean, you might just go to sleep and never wake up. Yeah. So your last memory might be just like what you did that day. It's just kind of like it's just an esoteric thing. You know, if it's heaven or hell, uh, you, you know, you're just living the same dream. And it's just like, you know what? Why even worry about that? So he's in. So meanwhile, man, I'm, I'm really like, how the hell they get this? Speech? But meanwhile, he's there, basically breaking down the whole movie. Like, you know, our society is gripped by pain and we dull in the senses through alcohol, <clears throat> sex and everything. You see all these flashbacks, him getting hit from his teenager. Everybody smoking blunts and everything. It's like, you know, how we need to break the shackles. Meanwhile, while we get this positive speech, Shamik break in through the side door because people don't be locking the kitchen door in their cribs while Keisha there watching TV. (laughs) And he punched her through the coffee table.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It it, it hits different in
1: 2019. Yeah, I mean, it hit different then because he's like, he punching her. He ain't just slapping around. He bought up fists, like, where he at? Where buns at? Boom! Boom on top of her, like, you know, just beating her like she a man. Like, this, and this kind of, like, you get the speech of, like, unity and being better and anything like that and breaking the shackles, he trying to break her damn jaw.
0: And I think that was the problem. I think he was too heavy-handed with that. If you just saw a puncher once and then continue on with the speech and just shot the speech.
1: And he I doing think- all this and he all credible and how he have his downfall a nut shot. She kicked him one time. He get incapacitated. And then she grabbed like a portrait or something like that and just beat him down. He's like, he can handle shotgun blast. He can handle all this, and he got hit with a Johnny Cage. I mean, hey. He had, to get, he had to get taken out of there. I mean, well, we did see bloodsport, Frank, you know, Ray Jackson got hit with the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that was his downfall, too. And she like, I hate you, look what you did to me, look into my face, and shoots him.
0: I'm almost subject to believe when she said, I hate you, look what you did to me. That was at Buns. And the only reason I say that is because. She never got to really get her anger out at him, with the exception of saying, "Oh, you always cheating on me and stuff." She never probably really never expressed herself to him. So that was almost like her saying, "Look, you know, look what's my life become, or look where I'm at right now because of you." And I could just be overthinking it too.
1: I think you might be. Oh, I think. I mean, you could be onto something. I'm not saying that you're not. I'm just saying, like, you know, because it could be justified also she might be this man did just mess up her face and she's like a vain person so and like you mess with a woman's face yeah, yeah. And She already, it's cause like this has nothing to do with her she doesn't know this stuff is going on it's like and the funny thing and the real jacked up thing about this is that keep in mind you know buns is on his path of enlightenment He's just making you know. Living so how like,
0: long has it been since? Did he ever go back home?
1: No. She just living in the crib. No, it's nothing to say that he ever went back home. He just there doing his stuff with the minister. Gave up his belongings. You don't got the car no more. He don't got the clothes no more. He living a different life. He's like you know I'm in jail. Went back home.
0: And is he? So he probably didn't even call her. Because, see, that's that's what I said. The movie gets messy. It's like, did he even comment? Did he even talk to her anymore?
2: Nope,
0: okay.
1: So, that's going on, and then he had the speech talking about, you know, are we gonna break this, this, you know, the shackles of hatred and pain? Are we better? to grab unity and be a better person and everything like that or Are we just gonna kind of like keep doing the same thing like the world is burning we chase the same thing and it's funny when did this movie come out 98 we can make the same speech now <laughs> it's just gotten worse now yep it's a damn shame <laughs> that's why I always rail against the whole chasing the bag yolo shit I'm like the bad trust me the bagging game when people think it is like it's 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 nice once you get to a certain point that sh- when i say it don't matter it don't matter past a certain level it does not matter if you if your soul ain't right it's just toxic and you know we on social media you hear how people talk to each other Oh, we yeah. hear how people act to each other. This is how they doing real life and fake stuff. We just tear each other down so we can feel better about ourselves for just a second. Knowing deep down we don't, and it's just, yeah, it's just.
0: It's almost. It's just. It's just a cycle that I think everybody goes through. Like, like chasing the bag, uh, chasing the wrong people. Like, okay, you know, it was a time. Hey, maybe I shouldn't be chasing this type of woman. Maybe I should be chasing another type of woman. But. Society and always, certain things make you. you, you know,
1: know I mean? Yeah, they always say you chase them for freedom. If your if your mind ain't free, you never free. I'm like freedom for you know. I want to get all this money. I might like, to do what after a certain thing after taking yourself and family, then what?
0: Well, that's the like. Good.
1: I'm gonna tell a quick story and then we finish the movie. All right. I was having a concert. With my wife, she's like, you know, what would you do? You want a billion dollars? I'm like, give most of it away. If I had to take, like, I don't want that amount of money. But if I had to do it, I'd have enough to take care of my surrounding circle and give the rest away. Like, what? Is she looked at me like I was the same I'm Like, for, I don't want that respect for what? I'm gonna do them more, buy a plane? No, <laughs> oh, god, like, I don't need that. I have never, like, is you hit a certain level. I've never seen those people happy.
0: Ever. I if you know what I see, you know what happens when I see people win um, millions of dollars and stuff like that.
1: They end up broke from bad decisions, and they was going. They had bass begin with even people that's used to money. They just like you buy like we watch wrestling. Look at Vince McMahon chasing the bag. Look, look what that's caused. He's need- chase the bag. He don't need that shit. And look, like I see too many miserable people, and now that whole mindset. They chase the bag, and they try to make sure no one else even sniff it. It's not bad enough that they get money. It's like I'm preventing you from getting any because it's kind of like if I get mine, I can only get mine if you don't get yours. And I'm going to prevent you from getting yours. And it just goes to so many things Why people that, that do tell them, oh, whenever somebody says raise minimum wage, we know it. We're no, we can't do that. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm like, no, making more money is always a good thing because I remember when I made. I remember when I made $7 an hour and now I'm making the 70s. Guess what? I'm sorry. Oops, I just said how much I made. It's a damn difference. <laughs> but after a certain point, it don't mean nothing. It only is a difference because I'm happy with myself. If I wasn't happy with myself, it wouldn't matter how much money I made because when I was broke, I was happy too because I was happy with myself. Chasing that and this whole movie's everybody like, what buns need more money for? Before he found you, the, like you, he looked like he was living well. He was.
0: It was just. It was <laughs> just. He didn't. That's all he knew. That's all he. That's why Nas was always saying, like, all you talk about is
1: money. Yeah, like, and you wonder about how they were living. It seemed like Sincere it was like, I'm content with a certain lifestyle, and even then, T was like, we can just do something else because we got enough money. It seemed like Buzz just wanted to be Ox. You want to be the point of money where Ox was, just so he can be like, I'm that dude, and a lot of people are like, I just want to have that, so I can remember remembered by that by people that I will never be to know. It ain't no point. Cause what was Ox doing?
0: Nothing but sitting there watching soccer all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, chilling. <laughs> like, cause he already been there and done that. Yeah. And he get up to do this stuff, and then the moment he get back in the game, look what happened. Messing with, messing with buns got him murdered pretty much about way he should have been content with himself too so anyway and the speech and meanwhile the ministers on the speech you know you don't know, better yourself we are a better person you know the guards finally come in and now buns it goes back to the beginning again. get the speech it's like you know i'm at the end dying light shining bright whatever nonsense he's talking about and this whole thing like he's fighting against himself because it's all his instincts like shoot this man Cause he don't know any better, he doesn't think about a feature. He just always like I'm just a wild, I'm shoot, 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 and I think between learning about the minister and that speech and then everything went through, I think he just kind of find you know what, I can have a different different plan, you know. Hugs him, gets the gun away, and they hug and everything like that, and it's kind of like you know he finally like set himself free from like the shackles, like you know just pain and is taken. Where he ends up is a whole different story because I'm sure he got warrants. So if <laughs> Bunsey gets shot by the CIA, FBI, he's going back to they, jail.
0: They are definitely not making his life comfortable.
1: Yeah, so that just leaves that open ended, like what happens with that. Like they should, you know, they maybe he go to Cuba.
0: Maybe he go to Africa too.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, just find out. You never see. I guess they had enough budget for them to actually be in Africa. You with Africa? The sky's so blue, the grass is so green. And what are we looking at? We're looking and, at New York, we're looking at <laughs> New York City. Yeah, like he could have said this in the soundstage in his, on his toilet. he lay in Africa and the air was so airy. And it's the most beautiful thing I've seen. And what part of Africa? And the movie ends. And I'm like, I always laugh when they say Africa, where? Cause no one would say, I'm moving to Europe. How so many countries in Europe? <laughs> um are you moving Asia? Oh I don't know where? <laughs> well oh. Africa's always just one like Africa's one big country. Boy, call a call a Nigerian a Ghana and see if Africa is one country.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a mistake you don't want to make.
1: <laughs> but that's the whole thing. They always treat Africa like it's just this fantasy land and the movie ends there and that's belly.
0: Um, is it in your
1: top five? Top five? Of what? Hood Classics? No, no, hell no. I mean, no, not at all. It's it's one that's remembered. I watch it, but it's it's way too many flaws in this movie. First of all, there ain't enough actors. Two, they were way ambitious. A lot, too many plot holes and stuff. Like the movie's only watchable because the music, Dmx, and the laugh at it because Ox. That's
0: it. Yeah, it's one of those movies. I think um, if you're not someone who watches a lot of film and critiques films, or even has podcasts, maybe I don't think you rank too high. But I've heard from
1: a lot of people, oh, I'm glad y'all
0: doing this movie. And I, like, I okay. mean, it's,
1: just, it's one that everybody has seen and know known about, and it's an easy watch. Even though it's a depressing movie, like you can throw in the background. You're not pay too much attention to it. It's probably good that you don't pay too much attention to it. because. <laughs> but uh, no, you can just watch it, have fun. It's, I mean, it's a fun movie. It's just like one where if you look too deep into it, it, it falls apart. And then I think his story is kind of like heavy. I think it's kind of like, it seemed like it's like they, parts of the movie is cut out. Like it's just Yeah. Stuff. I feel like it's a longer movie. Yeah, I feel like the lot long, longer movie that they even had a budget for got edited out because it's too much a drastic jump from we selling dope in Omaha to I joined the nation, and I'm my friends, and I ain't friends with my homie no more. We've been friends our whole life. Something happened, and we ain't friends anymore. I joined the nation.
0: No, excuse me. I'm reading the nation book, but I but the the friend joins the nation. But then the other friend is like, oh, I don't mean to get into it that series. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait a minute, what?
1: And I'm I'm secretly like an infiltrator for the nation. So that's somehow it's not even a nation, because it's kind of like this whole unified thing. Because it's based upon like, you know, he's thinking like just the nation, but it's like, hey, white people listen to that. So who is this minister? Somebody who wanted unity. Okay, he had these books out that's being read by Sincere. Mm -hmm. But he's so worried about that the government's trying to kill him. So he's more like, oh, Martin's the king? That's what I'm thinking. I think they were more more leaning to king. Yeah, it's kind of like, you ain't getting that. Like, man, you haven't gotten that since, like, the 60s. They don't, people don't do that anymore because they killed them all. It's like, now it's like you reach a certain level. It's kind of like... Is nobody that's a unified person that's religious that's not like politician wise? So they don't, like society, doesn't let that exist. Yeah, they, like, they, they don't do, first thing they'll do is check your Twitter feed or check, or check what you did back in the day. Like Martin Luther King couldn't exist in this era because they would have saw stuff he was you know, can't make some slanderous jokes all the time, but no, they would have saw some stuff he did back in the day, and he would have got quote unquote canceled. Oh you mean a you mean a fake cancel culture? Uh-huh, you the, oh you mess with white women? So yeah. He'd be on like a Tyler Perry show. He would not have been like a damn leader of men. So yeah, the minister must have been this real big deal with the damn government trying to murder him. And this and not just murder him, discredit him. Cause they could they could They said they had people there. They could have easily killed him. It was like we want to do it high profile. We want to frame him. Cause like they want to basically kill his dream. Like he was the black professor Xavier.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Belly is a very uh, disjointed, uh, heavy-handed hood classic. Um, I, if you get enjoyment from it, it is what it is. But I just wonder what enjoyment other than. Like you said, ox and certain things. I'm just like, yeah, right. It's low key depressing.
1: Yeah, like that's one. When I say it's funny about a hood classic, it's like some of the movies. Like, I'm sure a white person has watched New Jack City before.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm thinking only white people that listen to rap music would watch Belly. Like they like it's certain movies where they'll watch Friday. Like Friday's popular yeah. enough where like everybody yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. And, um, Maybe like, and they watch like Boys in the Hood.
0: No. no,
1: no, yeah, everyone's watched Boys in the Hood. You think so? I don't think so. Yes, they may not watch that's they not mainstream society, and not like South Central Boys in the Hood. Yeah, that's ubiquitous enough where it's like hipsters are watch that so they can feel smart. Like, Boys <laughs> no, Boys in the Hood is like a big enough movie where it's like you know if you into movies you'll have watched that one. Friday you'll just watch because it's it's big enough to be funny.
0: It's universal. Friday's universal. I never thought boys and boys and hood didn't feel universal to me unless you are a a, a film student. Oh, I want to get into John Singleton movies.
1: They didn't do movies like that and that was like the first one. So that's why. So if you're going to watch any of them, you're going to watch that one just to know how things started. Okay. So, because keep in mind, they didn't do movies like that and then they did and they kept getting them over and over again. So, but no, this is one of those things where like it's because it's basically like a product of a specific time
2: mm-hmm.
1: when it's like people you see how people dressed and how they wore and anything like that, and it's kind of like you know, yeah, it's like we're from that time era, and a lot of times the things that we most resonate with is stuff we learn our teenage and early twenty years, and we think that's the best thing going, and as for us, this is belly. So looking back, it's kind of like okay, it is this funny thing about like how million dollar rap videos was a thing and yeah. now you only watch like right we don't even barely come on tv anymore you watch them on youtube right <laughs> And the thing you watch them on bt or mtv stuff like that that was a huge thing and that world it's just, premieres mm-hmm. They just seemed like such an antiquated thought process now that that's a thing that that used to be a thing it's like yeah so and that was when so yeah what movie are we doing next because it's your pick because basically how we're going to do is like you pick one i pick one the fans pick one so it's your pick
0: if it's my pick then we are definitely going to be doing juice
1: do i have that on i might have to rent that
0: no you don't i'll just send you my uh account so you can
1: watch it no matter of fact it might be on demand or like stars or something because it was coming on either stars or cinemax so it's on demand i can watch that so
0: Hold on, let me hold on. I, I swore it was just on Netflix, but he might have took it out already.
1: Yeah, if it's on Netflix, I mean, if it's on any of the streaming services, I can watch that. But I remember it being on cable for like a little bit because it was on rotation. I'm trying to remember if it was either Star, Showtime, or Cinemax. Uh, let's
0: see. Nah, he took it off on uh, Netflix. It was on Netflix, but it's gone now. So. Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely doing juice. <laughs> But <laughs>
1: and why do you want to do Juice?
0: Uh because I think it's, it's it may be my favorite. It's in my top three for reasons. Uh, I don't know. I just love the movie Juice. I think I love the 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 friendship. <laughs> this is supposed to be at the beginning as friends, and I think I can get to that dynamic and how things can get murky, I guess.
1: I mean Bishop's one of those guys so yeah, when you friends like that. That's a weapon. But the thing about it was I never
0: had a bishop around me. So it's just I don't know, it's probably one of those interesting movies. Because it was like No those
1: those friends those friends are lobbars. And those friends like they like they can hurt you by protecting you. And it's like a limit where they're overprotective because they don't know what love supposed to look like, so they try to fake it the best way they can. And then it's like once you break it with them, then it's broken, ain't no coming back. Now I've watched Uh, Juice plenty of times. Um, Yeah, some awesome soundtrack, and you know Omar Epps, young young Omar Epps before he looked like Mike Tomlin, (laughs) and people seen why Tupac was gonna be like a superstar and Khalil kane i don't know what happened to him. like he showed up with some stuff the lights yeah
0: you like all these people were supposed to like have next up as far as actors
1: yeah but he did tv stuff the fat dude i don't know what happened to him
0: he got caught with um with the drugs and i Uh-oh. think everything got fucked my stuff from there oh real in real life oh oh yeah 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 he was moving weight weight like weed but it was like crazy weight and oh, i know okay. he got caught up with that I think he got caught up twice, like but Sam Root. but after you saw him in Juice, he did pop up in like other movies. They weren't big as Juice, but you know he he popped up in other movies. Then they got him the drug charges. But I remember yeah. that all these guys had like next up.
1: And Samuel Jackson forgot. I keep forgetting he's in this.
2: <laughs>
0: and
1: Rodman. And one more time, Rodman. We're racist, Rodman. I don't know Latin.
0: I believe so because he was in coach carter too so he was older and i'm trying to think he was i don't know where he's supposed to be i have no idea
1: yeah we know what how he end up being dead but uh yeah so <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely do juice next week so and then i'm gonna think about what movie we'll i may do i might change it up a little bit I that, and
0: I, <laughs> I was because I, I was i was gonna say carlito's way but i knew i wanted I'll to saving that for later yeah no. just for reasons uh but yeah, we're going to do juice next. We make it easy, an easy watch for everybody. Hopefully it's easier to find. Okay. So we'll be closing out. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff vs. The World on Twitter, on Facebook. And if you got any questions, comments, or movies you would like us to review, you can uh, send them to Jeff vs. The World at Yahoo.com mean uh, if you want to follow Shahid you can follow him at Philly's underscore drugs
1: Philly underscore drugs Philly underscore drugs and I actually got a I got a fan from that it was actually where well, I got that username from so I'm gonna tell you about it off the air because one of those
0: He's international. He's international <laughs> I Nothing I'm out of my That's my <laughs> You get a lot of weirdos following but anyway, we are out Peace.